This week on the BAMFCAST, this number one draft house pick is kind of a bust. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey! BAMFCAST. BAMFCAST. Episode 322. Ooh. That's the yeah, 320. Woo! That's incremental to the last one. Woo! <laughs> uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Banffcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a bad movie. <laughs> then we come in here and talk about it for the first half. We rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Yay! Robot jocks! Woo-hoo! Hooray! Yeah. Hey. Posters on the wall. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they could be a bad bad movies and stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags as douchebags after Twilight. Ah, Boo. Yeah. Boo. That's not a Grody. good movie. Yeah. Grody? <laughs> um, so, uh, you guys heard of this uh, thing called the internet? I have. Yeah, I, it's a terrible on. place. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's that thing where you harass women. Right. <laughs> right? Isn't that it, what the internet does? It is. Well, we watched the, the film version of that. I mean, something that we heard about on the internet. <laughs> okay. Um... Uh, no, we, we watched the Draft House films, uh, whatever, thing they found of Dangerous Men. It's it's in the zeitgeist. Brand it's, new Blu-ray release. Yeah. yeah. Dangerous Men. Just out last week. Yeah. On Blu-ray. Hot release. On the the highest definition home video format possible. Yes. Yeah. Blu-ray. Yeah. Well, no, there's, uh, there are some of those ultra or whatever okay. 4K things. Oh, yeah. the, it's the second highest yes. home cinema. Right. Yeah, format is among the most pristine experiences you can have. Right. Yes. On a disc, close to the pinnacle. So, um, I think plot summary is how we usually start these things. Good luck. So, yes. Uh, so the plot summary for this, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's it. (laughs) Fuck it. Well then. All right. I mean, (laughs) you know where your rating's going to (laughs) be. No, I mean, I think that's the plot summary. No, no, that's the plot summary. That really is the plot summary. I, Somebody said fuck it and put it on film. It almost seems like it makes more sense to say that this guy made this movie from somewhere in the late 70s, early 80s through to the mid 90s mm-hmm. and finally was able to release it in 2005. Yes. If yes. that gives you an idea. Yes. Of how jumbled together it ends up being. But I, I choose these words carefully because I, I mean... It's the give up attitude of this movie. Well, not give up when you should have given up attitude of this movie and also the plot of the movie, because if there is a woman on screen, everyone's directive is to fuck it. So these are the words that I choose for this reason, because that's yes. the plot of the movie. I, I guess we should establish that as well, that um, there exist two types of men in mm-hmm. this world, both dangerous. Right. <laughs> Cops. Oh, I get it now. Or rapists. Yeah. There are no other men. That exist in this universe. Correct. Yeah. This movie is in the Deathstalker universe. Yes. <laughs> you are either a man who is upholding the law uh-huh. or a man who is about to rape a woman. Right. Yes. And, and those are the only never the two shall meet. There was one bartender who's we don't know whose side he was on. We don't. He might have been a rapist. Look at that haircut. Could have mm. been. But he was on the other side of the bar. He did help a cop. He did. Mm-hmm. But the cop was paying him so a that, lot of money. The He was. A <laughs> lot of money. $100 a beer. The fiancé, though, was not a rapist, Correct. right? Correct. He was also not a cop. No. No, okay. I think he was The a universe cop. kind of swelled. I think he was a cop, too. 
I don't think he was a cop. His brother his was a brother cop. Was his a future cop. brother was a cop. Okay, I don't know. The brother from the future who only interacted with him on the phone from 1995. Sure. Oh, that's right. He was a cop. His brother in 1982, <laughs> not a cop. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. We, but aside from those exceptions, the only people in this world are rapists and cops. Yes. Yes. All dangerous. Yes. I, I think it's just it's safe to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also safe to say that we see a lot of poorly made movies. Mm-hmm. We, we do. Yes. We enjoy some of them. <laughs> we don't enjoy all of them. Uh-huh. And every time we're like, man, I can't imagine a movie being more poorly made than like Vampire Cop. We watch that. We go, God, God. How could anyone make a movie more poorly than Vampire Cop? Well, we seem to keep finding them. Yeah. And then well, we something didn't have like to find Dangerous Men <laughs> falls in our lap. It does. Draft House found this one for us. <clears throat> Thanks, Draft House. Yeah. This one didn't take research. This and, one. And-, and there becomes debate in our heads like, is this the worst made movie we've seen? And even, the if, the answer isn't, wanna- <laughs> even if the answer isn't yes, it's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. It's in the conversation easily. Yes. Go ahead, Chuck. Okay. I don't know. Well, I think we should all answer that question right now. Okay. I, I think we should uh, we should answer if it's the worst made movie we've seen. All the way through? Thinking about like... I say no. You say I, no? I say I no say only no. because you weren't here when we attempted to watch Dumpster Baby. That's the only reason. Right. I haven't seen Dumpster Baby. Because like, all right, early on in this movie, I guess we should eventually start talking about the actual movie. Maybe. But I mean, early on, there is a scene where it's obvious that they had a video camera probably from the 1980s with the mic on the video camera shooting two people sitting at a, a table having a conversation mm-hmm. in a restaurant and, in a restaurant and then just proceeded to mute it when they weren't actually talking so that every mm-hmm. time it talked it was just hey how are you doing yep. um but dumpster baby was that the entire time ah. yes like no muting so no one had the foresight right to no mute. one bothered to it was mic just anyone it was just you know on camera mic with open wind noise and everything so mm-hmm. i'm saying yes. In a way, that was probably a worst made movie. <clears throat> I will say this. But that was also probably made in about a week and a half. Yeah. yeah. Not 26 a decade years. and a half. <laughs> right. But I will say this. I believe this is the worst edited movie we've seen. Right. Because it's and I've it's something that that has it dawned on me while watching this, like a very a shared characteristic of these movies that become like this that are just like midnight classics Mm -hmm. is they just don't know when to end a scene and let a scene go on uncomfortably long. Oh, this movie is, or they cut scenes way too short. Like, or they just like chop. Yeah. No transitions. They just chop into the next scene. And then they just randomly end this. So I would agree with you there that it's the most poorly edited thing we've seen. One of the, what I feel like is this guy like recorded an act of this film in 1976 or whatever, or recorded a bunch of random scenes and then edited the first part of this movie. Uh, or it, it feels like, like a project that you keep going back to and you mm-hmm. forget where you left off. Mm-hmm. But instead of reviewing the previous stuff, you just kind of push forward and like, all right, well, I'm, I'm sure where I left was fine. We'll just trudge on. We'll just march mm-hmm. on and, and just, and you end up with a fucking Ron well, Weasley family house, you know, that <laughs> has no no thought to flow or, or yeah. pacing or anything. Yeah, it, it feels like a, they 
did the first 45 minutes and then couldn't get any of those people back. So they made the second 45 minutes. And sounds about right. And like the actress, they wasn't available. So her storyline ends halfway through the movie because they couldn't get her to come back to do the rest of it. 20 years older. Yeah. Something, you know, whatever. Possibly dead. Yeah. Any number of things. Yeah. But. All right. So with that stuff out of the way. Yeah. That's a preamble to how we're going to wrap up this talk. But just to talk about the movie itself like what is actually going on in it, Mm -hmm. if you can decipher it, basically starts out by telling the story of a young couple in love. It starts out with the credits. Well, yes. Yeah, let's not forget the The credits. The (laughs) credits are a film by John S. Rad. Right. Produced by John S. Rad. (laughs) Yes. Original soundtrack and songs by John S. Rad. Yeah. Edited by John S. Rad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Executive produced by John S. Rad. Directed by <laughs> John S. Rad. Yes. Those are your credits. Yeah. I think none of a, the actors I think there are was credited. A writing, writing credit in there for him. Created too. and written by. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> created. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> the dangerous but, but men universe. There is a credit sequence of, with one name. One name. John yeah. S. Rad. John which S. Rad. isn't even the guy's real name. No. No, but it does thankfully put that parenthetically under his name the first time it appears. Uh-huh. So, but it's in such a font that you can't see it. Right. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> yeah. After that so, sequence, which is pretty awesome, because the, the best. Okay, look, the best part of this movie happens in the opening credits because da- the word "dangerous" and the word "men" collide, and there's some fireworks that go off yeah. on in top the middle of, of it. A scene of waves crashing on a beach, mm-hmm. and it's in the um. It's in the, the Fast and Furious cinematic universe. Yeah. Font. Same right. typeface. Font and Furious yeah. is what I like to call that. <laughs> so the the opening parts of this movie is kind of in theory about this young couple who really like each other. Mm-hmm. They are making out at the beach and they are talking to someone's dad about getting the blessing to get engaged. Yes eventually i think it's revealed that it's her dad yes but that her dad who looks four years older than her yeah yes um then they're in that scene in vegas where they're eating in a restaurant and you only hear them when one of them speaks Mm -hmm. because the crowd noise is too loud uh yeah and it's also like just the most generic oh you're a wonderful person i want to spend my life with you but it's it's got that weird like Google Translate thing going on where it's like they said it in one language and translated it to Japanese <laughs> yes, and, and then they, translated it back and right. said whatever came up on the screen mm-hmm. where yeah. it's like not quite right. Or they're riding in the, their sweet Jeep or very early on. Well, I mean, it's about to get to the where things actually start to happen in this movie. But one of the first examples of this, of the fantastic dialogue is they're riding along and she goes, look how beautiful that beach over there is. And he goes... It is beautiful, but not the most beautiful thing I can see. <laughs> Do you want to know what that is? Do you think you have an idea of oh, what you, might be you the could, most beautiful thing? You can thing? never guess what the most beautiful thing is. I that is that is right. I can never make a guess as to what the answer to your question mm-hmm. might be. It, it's it, you. It, it is you. It is I. Oh. Huzzah. Mm-hmm. Thank my lucky scintillating heavenly bodies that I am with you, a person who is sitting next to me. Yep. I need you to send only $10,000. This money can be yours. Yeah. 
It is kind I accidentally, of like one of those emails. <laughs> the entire thing. Mm. I have accidentally made transaction of a greater currency than was intended. Please remit the remaining yeah. uh, sum of of <laughs> denomination back to me. <laughs> that beach is all natural and side effect free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they go to that beach. Yeah, they go to that beach and they sit on a rock and look at the waves for a while. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, a couple bikers pull up. Yes. Who are like just fat old dudes. They're just gross biker men. Dangerous, in fact. Yep. Yeah. And they just they roll up and they're like, hey, look at those two down there. Yeah, huh? they're like, oh, we're about to have some fun. We are going to have biker fun. Mm-hmm. And then it's when to it's, which they go and they just kind of sit on the beach and wait for them to leave the rock. They cut to them and they're just like chilling, just like, uh, and then the one guy's like, hey, you're right. They do have to walk by us to get off the beach. Yeah. <laughs> when you're, like, right, I, you're right. I told you it would work. <laughs> and so they come down and they just start catcalling her and they're like, hey, baby, how yeah. about you ditch that man and get with a real man like me? And that man gets very upset real fast. Oh, yeah. Her boyfriend's just like, you leave us alone. Yeah. He's like, why don't you just get out of here? Oh, no. And she's like, yeah, get off the beach, you jerks, and go back to your homes. (laughs) And the thing is, the whole time they're just like walking at this casual pace. Yeah. They're like, huh, okay. You know, it's it's not like... This is a dangerous situation. These are dangerous men. They are. There's none of that. Yeah. Like, but it's it's gross, but not menacing menace. It's just kind of like, hey, it's like construction worker menace. It's like, ah, come on. Yeah, but they're still shake, like lady, getting but, sure. intimidating and yeah. getting up on top of them. But they're just and then like, he's like, why don't you guys just get out of here before I break your necks? Yeah. And, and, they're, and, they're, and like, they're like, oh, well, tough guy. Well, maybe we will. Yeah. See you later, So they guys. hang back. And the two of them, they don't like hurry to the car. They just kind of leisurely... He actually says there's no point in running at this point. Yeah. Because she's like, why are we not hurrying? And he's like, there's no point in running. Mm-hmm. Well, because basically nothing in this movie does anybody act like... Because we skipped an entire scene of action, I've, I've just realized. Because, it. well, I mean, we're going to do this a lot because this movie makes no fucking sense in the way it's edited. But there's a convenience oh, the, store robbery. Oh, the cop brother. Oh, God, I forgot yeah. about the cop brother. Yeah. Thing. I mean, I'm just like, we can continue this scene, but there, yeah. there there's... A, this is just continues the like trend of people not reacting in any way shape or form like a human would uh-huh. because there is this brief out of nowhere because like we've been watching this scene of them you know having you know getting together and then suddenly there's a robbery at a liquor store in the future in the future <laughs> yeah and cop brother runs in and well first like lady is stalking around behind all this kind of like seeing the robbery happen and then she jumps out and says like why are you robbing my store get the fuck out and then tries to poorly karate them and mm-hmm. get shot in the chest for her trouble and the that's clerk, how it would really go if you tried to karate your way out of sure. a convenience yeah. store yeah. robbery but that dude had an uzi but the guy <laughs> behind the counter is just like huh yeah he's like, nonplussed holds his thing. hands up no reaction to anything right. whatsoever yeah even when the cop shoots the dude in front of him he's like put your hands down yeah. guy he's in shock he is. He's in charge. Yeah, that he's in this movie. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. But I think we skipped that scene because it means nothing. It means nothing. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's yeah. the first of, like, okay, now this is a movie where people will not react to anything like a human would. It establishes that he has yes. a cop brother. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. I, would like, we, I thought it was the same I, guy. Yeah, I thought it, I, so did I. I because they because look remarkably the same. Yeah. Because they, they rarely say character names, um, any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, in the credits, the fiance that we're about to be talking about, 
with the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. His credit is fiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does not have a name. Yeah, ex fiance. Yeah, because yeah. the way they edit like them on the beach making out to the brother kind of slinking around this convenience store. It's cut to where it looks like it's the same guy waiting for something. Oh, yes. Because and then all, he just rolls into action. And, the other, like, doesn't mean anything is our opening scene. We see, I think it's cop brother comes in and has sex with a lady. That's right. It has to be because that lady was not the lady. No, there's no, that lady never shows up again. Yeah. I'm just saying there, there's a scene where he shows up, like, you're watching the back of his head the entire time. Then he kind of sneaks up on this lady and she's like, oh, oh, it's you. Oh, it's and you. then, and like, they kind of have the sex and it's like, you know, <laughs> it lingers on the shot where it's really still not sure who it is for too long. Mm-hmm. And it cuts back. I mean, it's just cutting back and forth between these two guys that look kind of similar. I mean, yeah. I'm not yeah. trying to be mean. They just, no, they do. They do. They have very similar. We all have, we're thinking the same thing. Very similar hair. They're, they both kind of have like a like a mildly ethnic look to them. Like I yeah. can't tell if it's like Middle Eastern, like the director guy, or Hispanic or something. But like one guy's got bushy eyebrows. That's mm-hmm. probably the only way you can tell. Is like future cop brother has like more bushy eyebrows than the younger one. Yeah, mm-hmm. the other one has bushier hair. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. B- but yeah. BJ and I were basically describing everyone in this movie as the various stages of Eric Bischoff. Yeah, like yeah, they, everyone they just are, yeah. has that. It's like the young slicky boy Eric Bischoff, or then here's the the biker cocky Eric Bischoff, planet Hollywood jacket Eric Bischoff. <laughs> yeah, so, so they're all cocky Eric Bischoff. <laughs> just really. picture that. Yeah. Oh, that guy and that's every mm. male character in this movie just just watch like or look at eric bischoff from like 15 random mm-hmm. uh episodes of nitro and that's eric it's eric, it's, it's every character it's in this every movie. character in this movie <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty much it's not old man eric bischoff no 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 um i would like to quickly interject with a uh little gem from the wikipedia for dangerous men the oh film. good please do oh. <clears throat> we need some wisdom The plot of Dangerous Men is somewhat unclear and changes abruptly towards the middle of the film. That's fair. I like that that level of professionalism (laughs) out of out of Wikipedia. That is a horrifying understatement. Is there a citation needed after that? Much (laughs) much nicer way of saying fuck it. Yeah, (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah, that should have been the plot. Right. (laughs) Anyway, menacing on the beach. Anyway, yes, they're being menaced on the beach. The Mm -hmm. guy, the, the bikers stand back, and the the one bald biker goes, "All right." I'm gonna. You distract him, and I'll grab her. Yeah, you beat the shit you, out of him. You take care of him. I'll grab her, and then we can switch and off. We can switch off, and then they're like high five. Yeah, and the other guy's like, yeah, sloppy seconds. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Can't and wait. So yeah, they come up, and you know, and of course, and this is when the guys like, oh well, oh, it's no point running, mm-hmm. you know. And she's like, no, we probably should. Yeah. And then no, he the the one uh, scuzzy guy starts hitting him, and they get in a fist fight while. While big bald dude just picks her up and starts carrying her to the other side of the beach. Picks her up like a cave woman. Yeah. And just carries her off while she's doing the just like, no, put me down. Mm-hmm. And then he like tries to make out with her, which I've never understood why anyone thinks that's going to work. It's just yeah. all of a sudden lady's going to go, oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. While the other one and and the uh, while the fiance and the other biker get in a fight, poorly edited fight, mm-hmm. poorly performed fight. Which eventually leads to the fiance strangling the one dude on the beach and bald guy going, huh? Ah, crap. Yeah. Guess I got to take care of that. Yeah. You you wait here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he tells her to wait there. Yeah. And he goes over and he so he, he goes into his boot, which is the boot goes up to like his knee and he's got like even higher knee socks on over under that and mm-hmm. just somehow in there finds a knife. And immediately, if you're a biker, you carry a knife yeah. in there. But this is unwieldy. I mean, that knife is rolling around in there. It's yeah, not it's secure. Not, no. But, but yeah, so he just goes over to the fiance and is just like, 
jab. Yeah. And, go, and yeah, stabs him a couple times in the gut, to which the fiance gets <laughs> it's such a good death stagger because he gets a few weird steps yeah. and then he kind of like collapses over to the side and he does the couple twitches. Oh, he mm-hmm. does a real just like a dies. full body like, yeah. <laughs> like his life violently left his body at that moment. He's like, so good. I'm almost He's like, oh. <laughs> and I'm done. I thought there was going to be like a fight or something and the knife struggle. Nope. No, no, he just walks over over and just fucking prison shanks him three or four times. Just yeah. even with sound effects, the like, shik, shik, shik. yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so it, the girl comes over and starts crying over him going, oh, my God. And meanwhile, bald biker go- dude goes, you asshole, you killed my best friend mm-hmm. to this dead body. Yeah. To which she's just sit- sitting there crying over the body. <clears throat> but she pulls herself together real quick because after about 30 seconds, she's like, hey, big boy, come over here and finish what you started. Yeah. Like like thirty seconds after her she fiance goes, has been stabbed. Yeah, to death. and she goes, "Yeah, I'm finally free." Yeah, thank you. I can hook up with you now. Let's get yeah. let's get out of here and have the sex right now. To which all of us are stunned well, because like, like we can't even yeah because she's just because became the species woman where it's just like emotion <laughs> click click that's gone yeah. now well, I must murder you. Yeah, which and it's also like this movie has established that like it doesn't understand how humans work. Yeah. already right uh, another very similar trait to some of the best so bad it's good you, you movies. mean the fact that we don't constantly rape people <laughs> yeah yeah sure just like that. this whole misunderst- chief among it, yeah yeah but but it's like in the universe that has already been established in this 10 minutes we've gone is is she actually is she acting is she like is this actually how she's behaving now mm-hmm. we don't understand because they go through a whole sequence of them checking into a motel and having dinner together. <laughs> they were instantly presented with food <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when they go to that restaurant. Oh, here's your seats and uh-huh. here's your food. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you enjoy what we've selected for you. And we're just, we're just like the whole time our jaws are just open going, what is what is happening right now? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. And so they get up to their shitty motel room and she goes, all right, well. I'm going to take a shower, and when I get back, we are going to have the sexy time. Right. You get yourself ready, mm-hmm. which is just the best sentence to say to someone. <laughs> get yourself ready, which for Biker Man means just stripping down to his fucking tidy whitey bullshit and also licking, And also licking the knife that he stabbed the yeah, fiance with. that's the... Okay, look. Well, it's th- got blood on He hasn't bothered to clean it off yet. No. One. Look, there's some weird, two, weird fucking behavior in this movie, but for him to have... Murdered a man on the beach with his knife, had a nice meal with that man's lady, got in a hotel room, stripped down to his underwear, sit down on the bed, and then think, I need to lick this knife clean. That is the weirdest bit of behavior in this whole fucking movie. Is it? Because you said nice meal, which was a sit-down diner that's attached to a motel where they just bring you food. Uh, In comparison to licking a fucking bloody knife? Yes. Yes, Yes, it was a nice meal. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, but I'm going to go with, I know where the source of that blood is from. I'm not saying it's sanitary, but I'm going to use the toilet (laughs) wine defense here. I know where that blood came from. Some lady just brings me random food that's pre-prepared. Fuck you. Well, agree to disagree. I mean, unless it's my mother. I'm going to choose the (laughs) restaurant food over licking If I sit down at a restaurant and somebody walks up with a plate, unless it's one of those, like, family home-style things where they have everyone eats the same thing. The chance of getting hepatitis from one is way higher than the other. Yeah. There's still a chance. Yeah. 
But the scales are not exactly even there. Right. It's. It, I think it's just a suspect to eat random, random food. I live in America, and, yeah. and I get a choice, so I'm going to choose neither. Okay. I'm going to be like, excuse me, I would like to choose the food that I that I have. No. And then also, look at this bloody-ass knife. I should rinse it mm. off in the sink, perhaps. Before licking it? Yeah, and not and lick also, it at all. Not lick it at and all. And also, this is like pre-sex. Yeah, like this. Yeah. This, this isn't like, oh man, that was you know, like this <laughs> is like this is like clean my she's in the shower. She's gonna come out and have sex with me. Right. Well, technically, so if let me a, get my my mouth all yeah, bloody first. If, if there was a blood communicable disease, he was gonna get it from her anyway. So you know <sighs> what? I'm not trying to justify his behavior. This movie but, does cut a lot of corners, yeah. so maybe that was the, thing, <laughs> the thought process there. <laughs> Yeah, but, but so when it, they were at dinner, she does a thing where she has cut up all her food into bite-sized chunks, and then just basically baps her plate like an idiot to where it all goes in her lap, which <laughs> is uh, uh, is for her to get it's to hide the knife. She's gotten the the, okay. the dining yes. knife to mm-hmm. bring back with her. So mm-hmm. she comes out in a towel, and he's on the bed in his underwear after having licked the knife clean, and she's like, "Okay, here's what's going to happen." You're gonna you're gonna lick my knees. <laughs> funnel, well, no, you're gonna fondle my, my knees. You're gonna rub my knees. Yeah. Then you're gonna lick my belly button gently, and that's what we're gonna do. Okay, in that order, and you have to do that. Do you understand me? And he's like, whatever, lady. Yeah, let's let's go. Because mm-hmm. she immediately takes her towel off, and he's just like, <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which really, guy, you should not believe it's happening. <laughs> yep. And so they show her face looking just kind of stone faced while this guy's slurping away. She's at looking her at us belly like, button. can you believe this guy? <laughs> yeah. Cut to the camera showing behind her. Mm-hmm. She has hidden the knife between her butt cheeks. Yep. And she slowly reaches back, <laughs> pulls that knife That's, out. Yeah. And proceeds. Hilarious visual, by the way. To stab him to death. Yes. Yes, she does. Also hilarious visual. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then afterwards. Afterward, then she has her monologue to his dead body. Right. It says, did you really think that I was going to sleep with you after you ruined my life, you son of a bitch? You learned your lesson, mm-hmm. didn't you? Yeah. You'll never do that again. <laughs> Taught you. Yep. And then she's like, bye, see ya. Mm-hmm. She's like, gotta go. Yeah. So she starts just walking down the road, and like the hotel help has been sent to the room because they ordered a 5 a.m. wake up call because mm-hmm. the biker wanted to get back on the road early. <laughs> that biker's a go getter. Mm-hmm. Or at least he was until he yeah, got murdered by the died. woman whose fiance he had just oh, murdered. Oh, he had a busy day the next day. <laughs> yeah. You know, sit on the beach, sit on the beach, rape, 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 sit on the beach, sit on the beach, uh, but- murder. The hotel clerk was so determined to make sure that they got up at five oh, o'clock. Yeah. He's calling and calling and calling. And then he finally calls the girl over. He's like, would you go wake up room 110 there? They have to have their 5 a.m. Wake up call. Go. <laughs> I'm not responsible for that man being late for work. Right. So well, and then the, the housekeeper later or whatever actually almost has a human reaction. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, like, she, she's kind of just like, well, it's kind of more like, oh, <laughs> I got to clean this up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Oh, damn it. Yeah. I mean, it was like shock mix with, mix with, ah, fuck. Right. All right. So lady just starts walking the earth, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, she's walking the earth and sitting on rocks and and then all of a sudden, you know, pickup truck comes by. Mm-hmm. So she's like, hey, you know, 
this at this point in the film you could hitchhike so <laughs> yeah she gets back in, in the, the 1970s right again. so she gets in the car and they go off and yep. you really couldn't though because it well no this is why hitchhiking died uh, apparently was yeah you wouldn't get zodiac killer <laughs> well apparently because like they had some sort of conversation which we never we just see pickup truck stop her get in the truck no mm. conversation no words and just, then she's napping and, that's, and then she's yeah because they apparently they have some conversation about she knows about his family life right. and i feel comfortable enough to take a nap and then his outer monologue kicks in because and never yes. stops <laughs> uh, because he's just like, oh, well, geez, I man, I should just really take this opportunity. Let me grab my gun that I keep well, up in my, he my says, sun visor. He's complaining about his life. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm a henpecked husband. This is a gift from heaven to have a woman like this here in the car. Right. Let me get I, my gun. <laughs> I think a great idea is to rape her. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't specifically say those words, but yes, he's like, this that's is my the one sentence he leaves out. But right. yeah, but yeah. He, when he but gets the gun, you're like, everything else is. Yeah. yeah, but I'm saying like, who keep number one, who keeps their gun in the overhead visor? I mean, come you on. don't. This no. guy does. I keep like four up oh, there. Okay. This guy's life choices aren't. The best. Yes. All right. And also <laughs> he's henpecked. <laughs> and with her, what? Like she's sleeping against him yeah. in this giant truck with like another human worth of space against the window. Yeah. Sure. Well, he was her shower, I guess, because I, I don't uh, know. I'm just saying, like, it's, I, you know, like I said, there's there, of all the things this movie doesn't show, it shows you all the things you don't want to see, basically. Right. Yes. It cuts away from anything that would actually, like, further the plot along, <laughs> like yeah. the conversation where she might feel safe enough to fall asleep, you know, next to this human. Yeah. Um, but no, it's like, okay, let, you know, we're on a deserted fucking road, but let me pull more off the deserted let me pull road. This yeah. bush. Oh, wait, that's not deserted <laughs> enough. Let me pull behind this bush. Oh, wait, no, let me let me do a three point back in turn here. Yeah. Like like that asshole in the parking lot. And squeal yeah. the brakes for like a good 10 seconds. Just like yep. oh, anyone around is hearing that. So. Right. Yep. So anyway, yeah, it's just like, you know, he, he, I don't know. He wakes her up with like well, gun he, in her face. Yeah. And, you know, it's and like, she wakes up screaming. Yeah. Right. Because there's a gun in her face. Right. She's like, oh, my God. What? And he's like. At, you know what? He's like, yeah, take off your clothes. He's like, oh, well, actually, you know, I was just, I was waiting for this. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to say anything, but, you know, I'm into older men. But she just does the whole immediately, like, you know, sociopath heel turn thing where yeah. it's just like, I don't know. I will deal with the situation completely emotionlessly. Like, I plan for it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she just, like, convinces him to strip down and it is, like, scoot over to her side. And then. <laughs> I I don't know. I guess she still had the knife from yep. stabbing mm-hmm. the the biker dude because I mean whatever she it's produces it from out of nowhere maybe her butt cheek again. I don't Probably. know. Um, but yeah, she grabs his kielbasa sausage because her butt cheeks were warm. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but no, she she grabs his dick and is like, I will I will cut off your dick if you don't you know drop this shit and get out of the car. Yeah, essentially. But she just. Holds his dick there for a while with a knife to it, <laughs> like a while. Through, I mean, like through his while. tidy ways, right? At least, yeah. yeah. But, and it's one of those movies where they didn't have stunt dick. It's not like there was a tube sock in there. She's no. actually crept hold of him. It, his face is showing enough terror that it very well may be. There's like I don't half know if his just, dialogue is. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> please don't cut. Consider. No, 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 don't say cut. <laughs> no. Yeah, so they go through a whole thing of just like, uh, give me the gun, and then now open the door, get out. And they go, no, don't cut my dick. And then she's like, take off your drawers. And then he acts like this is the greatest indignity of all time. He's like, well, my my hunter, what? And she's like, you know, cocks the gun, like, take off your drawers. And he's like, oh, fine. And then she's just like, just run. And then she's like, yeah, take off running and fires a shot at him and. She drives off. Mm-hmm. Should be the end of that character. 
It should. It really should. <laughs> it really should. Now, it dude really, is naked, really should. Truckless out in the desert. And, and the outer monologue continues because oh yeah. he well, is going to talk like to himself. Fifteen minutes. Well, Jesus. he he does. He finds like two sort of fan shaped branches. You know, like mm-hmm. he's like some kind of fan dancer. You know, out there. Uhura from Star yeah. Trek Five. <laughs> no, I said a fan dancer, not another worst thing ever put to film. Um, but <laughs> he just is walking through the desert, talking about all this, about how is he going to explain this and all this, and then somewhere along the lines just gets desert madness and starts prancing and singing (laughs) but still butt naked and you know from the back he's just like prancing and skipping along going (laughs) I'm pretty sure at one when when it starts he says well I guess there's nothing left to do dot 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 but dance but dance but dance I have a feeling that this was just like the end of the take, and he was just like, I'm just going to do this because we've been rolling on this yeah, forever. I'm naked in the desert. Yeah, so I'm just going to vamp. They're paying me in cheeseburgers. Yeah. Let's so, just, what the fuck ever. But no, that motherfucker dances for a while. And then you think, well, that's a good blow off to his scene. Ha ha, this movie's got a dumb sense of humor, whatever. But no. It just continues the plight of this man. And this yep. is when I thought maybe the movie was going to be like this traveling, like, airborne illness of (laughs) go from one person to another and follow their story (laughs) because man it just keeps following this guy he's hanging out in bushes and he hangs out by a bush and he's like kind of sort of hitchhiking and this van pulls up and they throw like three pieces of trash at him and they throw a plastic bag and he's like he's like yeah put this on loser (laughs) and then they drive off i guess i mean Mm -hmm. we never see him drive off but it's like now we're done with this guy i think yeah but no joke 10 minutes of this guy yeah 10 yeah. minutes of this guy while they cut to her every once in a while outer monologuing behind the wheel going i can't believe my life has become this yeah mm-hmm. what happened yeah right. I mean, and pr- trying to cry but coming off more as laughing yeah right it's weird yeah so yeah i mean essentially what the movie is trying to do now is it becomes death wish with the lady yeah there's a there's a whole genre of this movie right. of the rape revenge thing sure but they're not done instantaneously and then without any care or, you know, they set up the facts that they. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they even like I mean, they basically death wish one through four montage or sort of. I mean, there's no rocket launchers and shit like that. But I'm saying like they're grabbing the dick thing and everything. It's just like it's like, all right. You know, like I obviously you saw these fucking movies. Yeah. And you're trying to make this. But like. She picks. She picks up a prostitute. Yeah, she goes. Yep. She when she's like she's like finally home, and I mean, you know, it's like she's like obviously having having a think about this. Like I'm going to do this. I'm going to. Well, she's she, okay. She's crying about her dad. Right. She goes to see her dad, who I think is a different actor at this point, who mm-hmm. says, "Here, have your savings account," which is you know. Except he's like, like, here's here's your savings passport, passbook. Pass, it, okay, you used to get a thing that had all right savings numbers in it. All right, um, so they. They do this, and so it establishes that she has money, and then I guess they establish that she uses that money to get a house, because then she's in a house when she goes and gets this hooker and brings her back to the house. And then there's, like, this comical bullshit of the hooker, like, okay, lady, let's have sex with each other, and and she's like, what? No. <laughs> Why do you want to talk to you? Yeah, and she's like, basically, like, tell me all your biggest fears. Tell me about all the times you thought you were going to die. And this lady plays it like... A- 
low rent actress who's like suddenly realizes her entire life's mistakes because like she's just like had this hard exterior of like what whatever why not i mean if you want to whatever yeah. sit on your face just sit on my face i don't know whatever but then she's like tell me what you know what what are you f- afraid of every night uh, you know it's like pimps drug dealers yeah. like you know streets that you don't go down and all of a sudden it's just like everywhere i go <laughs> yeah. it's danger she's like okay, i could be killed at any moment you really cut and, to the core yeah. of me <laughs> You've seen into my soul. Yes. Yeah. But, and then it's just like, because she's know, like, like, I want to be a girl of the night. I could do that. Mm-hmm. So tell me all the things that make you terrified. She's like, <laughs> tell everything. me the, the most dangerous parts of town. Where, where do I want to not go? And then cut to her like driving around and like she drives by a restaurant where one dude is sitting outside. And the dude just to me is like, lady in a car, huh? <laughs> and she's like, come over here. And that begins the montage of shadow dancing murder. Yeah, it's <laughs> where, a murder montage. It's where it's just pick up dude, bring dude back to house. Then in a shadow, you see her stab the dude to death. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, at some point, we've been introduced to the police who are investigating uh, the murders that she's well, doing. No, no, not yet. They're trying to find her. Yeah, they're because just her. because of the brother's murder. While the cop from the beginning is like wants to be in on it, but the police, the chief doesn't want him in on it. Yeah. But there's also too close. there's also the the black police detective, which is the only thing we can call him because he has no name, as far as I know. I thought he was the f- police chief, and then another guy became the police chief. Yeah, because but either way, <laughs> just randomly in the middle of this, at some point, and I'm only mentioning this because see, the other the prostitute taking her top off for like ten seconds reminded me of this. Is right. he has a girlfriend who calls and complains that he never comes by. And he goes, well, sorry, I got to work. I am a cop. you know. Yeah. And I got to work. I'm a cop and hangs up on her. And then they show her crying. And then they show his face looking at the camera going, huh? And then all of a sudden he's in the room having sex with her for like five seconds while this chick's topless. Mm-hmm. And then he's back at his desk. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, so it could like have been literally, in his head. I don't know. It's like a 45 second span of this woman. <laughs> And that's it for her. Mm-hmm. Never shows up again. No. But just like random nudity in the middle of this movie. Yep. For no reason whatsoever. I don't even know if it was the same actor, to be totally yeah, honest. Yeah, I, I, honestly, I was going to say that. I, I think the, the time that she was talking on the phone to the time she was crying on the bed was two different people. I mean, I, yeah. so seriously, that's it. Like, I was like, I wouldn't be I mean, surprised. It, yeah. But randomly, it was obviously a different time because like she at least her like her hair was different. She was dressed different and all yeah. kinds of other things. Yeah. But this scene just happens in the middle sure. of this other stuff going on in the middle of the murder montage in the middle of all right. that. Well, because they're, they're now they're now doubling down on this whole like, uh, I guess we got to f- see what's going on with this other story because they're about to fucking just drop hers because like, oh, yeah, she talks to the hooker. It has a couple of those like shadow murder montage things. Mm-hmm. And then I think she meets up with one other dude where we actually like see her straight up kill the guy. And then it's like we hit a point where like cops just kind of kind of come out from nowhere and be like, lady, I'm a cop. Come with me. You're under arrest. And then we never see her again. You're glossing over the scene where she kills the dude. Okay. Because she, she ends up picking up, she gets picked up. She has to hitchhike for some reason. I can't remember why she went out to the beach and she was remembering the good times of her well, fiance. She, and she, she made him some shit on the beach. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she picks up a shell, which reminds her of the hideous monstrosity. She made. Oh God. Him. She made him the worst <laughs> shell art. 
yeah. in the history of shell art. But she put art. googly eyes on it, so it's okay. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> she put googly eyes all over. But the she gives it to me. It's like it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen, yeah. and it's like, man, dude. You, yeah, and now she's just looking at a broken shell. Like yeah. this was this symbolizes my life. It's ah. the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Like a fucking girl, you know, like the grocery bag, bag flying yeah. in the wind. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's great. But and she's also written the lyrics to the song that is being sung over the soundtrack because mm-hmm. we really sure. haven't mentioned the soundtrack yet. No, we should. The soundtrack is kind of like. Well, it's incessant for one thing. Yeah, it's I think non-stop, it runs the entire movie, but it most of the time sounds like the background for like an arcade fighting game. Yep. Yeah. From the early nineties. That's like, like, like when, like one of those beat them up to like, like Ninja Turtles or something where the, the main, like the kind of groovy thing that keeps playing the whole time sounds like toe jam and Earl. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's, it, it sounds exactly like just the main, like regular gameplay toe jam and Earl original mm-hmm. Sega Genesis music. And it's, constant mm-hmm. and it's on a loop and it just doesn't and it and, doesn't match because like no. when she kills the biker it's like that jaunty yeah toe jam and earl music yes and it's like what why it, it defies comprehension it's it, it's plays so long like it plays while she kills that biker through when the clerk is like my god we've got to wake this people up uh-huh. through the lady coming to the room and finding the body like the whole thing is like this jaunty broad comedy bullshit when it's not it's not supposed to be at all it's (laughs) the whole movie is inappropriately scored like that the whole movie Mm -hmm. yes and the the music just violently smashes into the next track yeah like the music doesn't stop or fade out but there is one song with lyrics which Mm -hmm. are the lyrics that she's written on the beach in the sand yes which upsets her greatly to where uh-huh. she just runs off. Yeah, she runs like, off. This and, is the terrible. Oh, thing. yeah, that's right. She tries to start her car and she goes, oh, what a terrible time to be out of gas at the beach where all those terrible things. Yeah, at the to beach me. where I was almost raped and my fiance was murdered and it set me on a path of murder. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'll just hitchhike. Yeah. So she hitchhikes. And of course, because a guy picks her up and he's not a cop. Nope. So Dangerous man. Guess what he is. <laughs> he pulls a- off to the side, like off the off a cliffside. Why are like, you going off road? And it completely changes like yeah. zones of the country. Oh yeah, it's, yes. It goes from like beachside to the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. And it's just like the dude's just like, look, you know the price for hi- hitchhiking in this country. Mm-hmm. We we got to do these things. And and this is the one time <laughs> where she's kind of like, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> And he's like, hell yeah, I do. And she's like, do you really, are you 100% sure that you want to do this? You feel good about your choice here? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Raping rules, man. Why wouldn't I? Yep. I'm a man. Mm-hmm. So she goes, okay, bam. <laughs> Produces Just- <laughs> gun, fire shot within a second. Dead. <laughs> and that guy is gone. And <laughs> <laughs> So she starts the car and pushes it off the cliff. Yes, and you see this car roll down this cliffside. <laughs> to their credit, they pushed a car off a cliff. And I, it's either in the Wikipedia or somewhere else that they say that there was debate whether it, they believe it was his daughter, the director's daughter's car, and he may not have had permission to do that from her. <laughs> but yes, rolls this car down this hill. He does, yes. To which it bounces, 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 and then kind of disappears behind a hill. <laughs> that might be the that could possibly be the best backstory or thing to do with this movie. Because yeah. I imagine like she got a bad report card or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'll and show you. Like, and she, you know, didn't tell her anything. It's just like, hey, you want to see the dailies for my movie? 
yeah. Yes. Is that my car? Yeah. Like parents boop, boop, boop. now are shooting yeah. their kids' cell phones but, on yeah. YouTube. <laughs> but yeah, but the car. That's why you always leave a note. The car bounces <laughs> down the hill, eventually disappears by it, and we're like, they don't have the budget to blow it up. No. So they do have the budget to buy a stock footage screen filling explosion, which they cut to. Which is just the scratchiest, shittiest <laughs> film. It is the best. It's like from a 60s trailer. It's so bad looking. It's. Oh. But whatever. Yeah. You, you knew what you needed to do. You just couldn't pull it off yourself. But okay, yep. at least you saw one movie at some point. Yeah. Like, we got to blow up the car when it hits yeah. the bottom and then, of the And this is when she goes back in the hotel and like the world's worst uh, television uh, news report comes on. It looks like some terrorist propaganda network yeah. that she's watching. Just <laughs> some the- Asian dawn, you know, like the, the terrorist <laughs> movement. Because <laughs> like, yeah. there's like, but it's like Trish Nakamura behind the counter. Yeah, but given I mean, given the, just, uh, Given the news report, how they're they're searching for a murderer, and it's like the JIL TV network, and (laughs) and there's like two eagles fighting each other on the station's logo, and it's just like, well, this is some weird black market television you're watching, and just the news reporter is telling the whole story, just like, yeah, the cops are like, there's there's a bunch of guys, and they're all dead, and it's probably a woman. And then she's like, oh, no, they're, they're catching on to me. Yeah. The only thing that's been revealed is that they think it's a woman. And she's like, oh, dear God, they might know it's me. Mm-hmm. Which they do. Yeah, they, they because do. eventually the cops are passing around uh, passing around folders and it's got her like glamour shots on yes. it. Yeah, it does. From God knows where. <laughs> and at some point, the, the police chief has been telling the, uh, the cop that he needs to be off the case because he's too close because it was his brother. So Future brother. Should, yeah. So he shouldn't be investigating it. Right. But then he has a little, uh, he he stops telling him that. He's like, okay, we'll I'll talk to you later. And then he has his own little outer monologue of like, yeah, he's probably too close to the case and he shouldn't be on it, but he's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> 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 Which means he's not a rapist. Right. You got you to establish that. Cop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they've gotten something where they're like, okay, so we found this, we found a dead biker on the beach. Let's go investigate that. Mm-hmm. So he's got a picture of the dead biker, and he goes to the nicest biker bar I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bar that just happens to have bikers in it's it. It's the but... biker sports bar. Yeah. I mean, they go down to the local bikers. It's yeah, biker gins. <laughs> yes, all sorts of biker tchotchkes on the wall and <laughs> apple bikes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, biker shooters. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wears fifteen pieces of flour. Yeah. So you want some extreme fajitas? Yeah, and God. this is where he meets the one, the bartender who. Is the one male character who's not a cop or a rapist. Well, we don't know. He's yeah. in a, he he's in a black both. hole. We don't know. He wasn't yeah. in the movie long enough to set the we bar. didn't establish. Sure. But yeah, but eventually he like he's like, all right, man, you you paid me $200 for two beers. What do you want? Yeah. And he goes, all right, I need to find out about these bikers. He's like, no, they're crazy. Yeah. Don't. It's bad. And he's like, I'm, listen, I need to find who this dude was. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that dude. Well, he's dead. But his son, Black Pepper, runs everything. Black Pepper. Black Pepper. Black Pepper. (laughs) I got to admit, an awesome nickname. Kind of, if the guy... The problem is, when we eventually see this guy, he looks like Jake Busey. 
He looks like a very thin dog, the bounty hunter. <laughs> uh, crossed with Diamond yes. Dallas Page. <laughs> yes. All of these. Crossed with Jake Busey. Yes. I I don't know. The Black Pepper. Yes. I mean, yes. If, if, if <laughs> Only because by the end of it, he looks like Jake Busey from Contact. Yes, exactly. Is it fine? Yep. But I mean, as far as nicknames go, that's pretty fucking lame. And I, I, I'm brought to the movie Fear of a Black Hat, where the... The parody group Ugh, yeah. was Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, and Thyme. Yes. And they compare that, you know, no, we're not like salt and pepper. They're just common pa- table spices. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, it's but, funny. But, like, but the, the dad biker's name was something like Todd. Like, the dead yeah. biker is like, oh, that's Todd. Yeah, he's dead. His son, Black Pepper, runs everything. Like, <laughs> <It's>, what? <laughs> and he says, the bartender says it with such just casualness. Just yeah. like, yeah, that's his son's yeah. Black Pepper. Yeah. That's my cousin, Killshot. <laughs> The best line said most casually ever. Yeah. And now, intercut with all of this, while the, the bikers are behaving themselves and just drinking their beers, mm-hmm. is some lady playing darts, like by herself, just standing yeah. right in front of the dart machine, just throwing the darts at it. And that happens like two or three times. And eventually, this bald biker is just like, man, see that lady? Well, you know what happens to ladies. Am I want right? a piece of that. <laughs> I'm not a cop, so you know what I am. Yeah. So that I'm, lady goes to leave. I would like to just uh, make another quick interjection. Sure, go ahead. All of the rapists in yes. this movie mm-hmm. call every woman bitch every time they refer to her. Yes. Yep. It's so weird. Like, this is the only thing that I can think to call a lady. And yeah. Apparently, Menachem Golan's back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like, they all say the same thing, which is basically like, come here. Right. Come mm-hmm. here, bitch, which really is... Not the most endearing thing you could say to maybe coerce someone to come over to you and stop kicking nope. you in the balls. <laughs> right, yeah. But instead, she goes outside, like, she basically shrugs him off. It's like, no, I, no. And shakes him off and storms out. She time warps out into the daylight. Time warp, yeah, <laughs> goes out the back door and just decides, okay, it's time to strip down to my bikini it's, and go. Yeah, it's because it's not just a door outside to a different time of day. It's yeah. to a different place. They're back on the on the death beach. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think the implication I think is this that bar this is, bar is across the street from yeah. death beach. But but yeah, but no, geographically, they've never a, set that up. After a near assault, her response is, I'm going to go swimming now. Yes. It's, as it's nude as possible while still yeah. not breaking the law. And, you know. There's something to be said for curvy women. It can, it can it can be an appealing thing, mm-hmm. but when you put them in dental floss and make them run towards the beach, mm-hmm. it's like that. <laughs> it's like that Baywatch parody video that Erica Laniac did, where it was like, "Oh, okay, I get it. <laughs> you mm-hmm. put on some weight." You know, it's yeah, it's, it's awkward just, as this woman frolics around it in the doesn't beach. Doesn't do her any favors in her thong. Yeah, it does not present there, her in a there is a light. way they could have clothed her. To, yes, for absolutely. Her, for her body type, yes, that they didn't do. No, no. They that's all, that's all I will say. I she mean, needed a little help, yeah. and they were like, "No, wear as little as possible." Because right. she gets out in the water, and instantly the waves are just beating the clothes off of her, and she's just like, <laughs> "Oh dear God! Oh no! Whoopsie!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, yeah. And <laughs> and he comes out. He's like, "Oh, there she is." <laughs> yes. And so storms down, starts trying to assault her, and meanwhile, the bartender has told has told our cop friend. Yeah, you need to go after, yeah. I don't even know what that guy's name does is, bald he even, biker guy with a tattoo on his forehead. Does he even say anything about that? He's like, oh, he went outside after that lady. He just mentions it casually. Nobody nobody says anything about, like, that dude looked like he was in a raping mood. I, 
I think he said something. Keep like, in mind the universe they're existing no, no, the, in. No, the bartender True. said something to him like that guy knows where Black Pepper yeah. is. Right. He didn't say. He didn't say he's heading out. Time. The, yeah. No, that's understood. I, I think that's he implied. said he, right. <laughs> so there's no there's no like oh let me go be noble and say this girl. He's no. looking for information. Right. Even mm. though everybody in the bar has seen this altercation. Yes. Exactly. And him, him shouting, I'm going to go after that woman. <laughs> <Right>. ah! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a cop. I'm going to get that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so doesn't say it with as much so flavor our, as that. So our cop friend gets out there and basically just puts him in a headlock that isn't even like a sleeper hold or anything. It's basically him just holding the back of his head and holding his chin. Well, Okay. The bad stuff starts to happen, and you see the cop start to walk that way, and it's almost comically like the bit from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where it's just like, the guy's so far away. Like, he's at the top of this hill, mm-hmm. and they just keep cutting back to him. <laughs> kind- yes, exactly. <laughs> just kind of approaching the scene, and then all of a sudden, haha, he's here, yeah. <laughs> and putting a stop to it. <laughs> she immediately goes and puts on, like, her house dress, her, her beach dress thing, mm-hmm. and is just standing... At this rock, kind of judgmentally well, she's, she's watching, standing this. over her beach towel. <laughs> yes, but just kind of judging this situation that's mm-hmm. happening. Like, yeah. I can't believe yeah. this. The Russian judges only gave it a seven. They didn't really like the form of that headlock. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, th- the cop basically tilts his head to death. Mm-hmm. No, but he just puts him to sleep. <laughs> yes, because that guy comes back later. He right. does. But then, yeah. So, so, but as far as it's like. As we see it, he murders this guy. He, yes, he does. Yeah, this guy, him. like he murders this guy by squeezing his head to death. Because mm-hmm. the I think the best actor in the movie, <laughs> yeah, is one of his sidekicks from the bar. Who he had a line in the bar. It was all right. It was pretty funny. Something about like because the guy was basically looking for acknowledgement from his cronies about the the sexiness of the dart playing lady. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this guy's reaction was. You know, pretty comical in the you know terrible delivery fashion. Yeah. yeah. But then the next time we see him, is he's standing on the cliffside looking for his buddy, whatever it is, and he's like, "Where the fuck are you, Skip? I'm going to say Skip. I don't know. <laughs> it's called pickaxe. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Where but, you at, pickaxe? But then he just like turns his head. He's like, "Oh, there you are, motherfucker!" <laughs> and then just like, I mean, this dude. Well, it's funny because he's only looking right, right, and he's exasperated that he can't find his friend. He's just like, "Well, fuck this." <laughs> Oh, there you are, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Like, it's like, oh, you just had to turn left. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that guy's really myopic. Maybe he's just, Maybe. He, he doesn't want to wear yes. his glasses. He just, so his it, peripheral vision yeah, is terrible. Yeah. But he, you know, he bumbles his way down to the beach and just continues his wonderful acting as he is trying to slap awake pickaxe skip whatever the guy's name yeah. is whatever but, skip. Skip. Yeah, but he's just sla- skip. he's like come on be alive be alive slap be alive. You? And, <laughs> and, oh man and they we leave the scene with him kind of shaking him like why won't you wake up yeah, yeah. and Please me- wake meanwhile up. cop guy like before this guy came out cop guy's just like hey lady who almost got raped i'm glad you're okay need mm-hmm. a ride yeah Oh yeah, they have like, like shake your hands like, oh, yeah. yeah, how you doing? How yeah. you doing? Yeah. I'm a cop. And she rolls up her beach towel like, oh yeah, was, everything's yeah. fine yeah. here. Get into my Volvo and let's let's go away. Yeah, nearly and escaped we'll my time at Death Slash Rape Beach. <laughs> right. Man, yeah. it was a close one. I probably shouldn't have come out here in dental floss. Yeah, but, and whew. and and in an unseen scene, uh-huh. there's mm-hmm. apparently some dialogue that says, "Hey, yeah, you want to be my bait? I know you were almost raped on the beach, and probably were going to be killed by that guy. How would you like to almost be raped again? Yeah." By sexually posing <laughs> on my Volvo. And when I say Volvo, I mean the boxiest motherfucking Volvo you can yeah. think of. Like the 1980s 
family truckster fucking Volvo. It's yep. yeah, the Volvoist of Volvos. Yes. <laughs> and and apparently their plan is to get this guy to stop so that they can catch him raping again. Yeah, and and <laughs> our hero has hid in the back seat of the car. Mhm. And waited for this to happen. So, of course, the biker guy goes, oh, we got some unfinished business. Ah! And proceeds to basically start tearing her clothes off. Yeah. Meanwhile, our hero got his shoe stuck underneath the back seat and can't get out of the car. Yeah. And it takes him a good three minutes to get his pony sneaker <laughs> unlodged from underneath the back seat so he can go out and save her. Uh-huh. It's 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 unbelievable. Like this, the fact that this is happening of all the things that are happening in this movie, this is like, what the fuck? Like, how did you sell this to her? How did why are you even doing this? I think you thought you killed that guy. What was your plan? Like, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. You just wanted to catch another biker? Well, guy? it works because the, the bike gang comes around the corner to her sitting on the hood and like she's changed. Like yeah. now she's wearing sort of like Daisy Ma- Dukes she's, she's wearing mom's mom's Davy Daisy Dukes yes. yeah. high waist Daisy Dukes. yeah um so all like, the fabric went from the legs to the waist <laughs> yeah um so like the bike gang comes around the corner and what for whatever reason the I guess pickaxe stew or whatever his fucking name he's was. like oh skip. okay pickaxe skip sorry pickaxe I, get skip. The, I get his name straight straight mm-hmm. uh-huh. um it's just like all right see you later guys i'm going to deal with what i should i tried to deal with earlier that right. almost got me killed yeah. and they all just leave him because they're like okay skip we'll see he pulls the his bike rendezvous. over he picks her up and like carries her off into the woods and starts rapey time again yeah. Yeah. and of course and eventually our hero gets himself out of the back seat yeah yeah and he eventually gets up there he's like oh what are you doing yeah, you're doing this. Yeah, again. gets out of the car and he's wearing a motorcycle helmet, and and pickaxe is like, nah, fuck you, and pulls out a gun and shoots at him twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's da da da. He's standing to there. which he's straight up Superman. So he's just like, <laughs> you didn't shoot me. Nope, <laughs> those bullets did not hit. Me. And then gets in a fight and eventually knocks pickaxe skip out again by caressing his head. Yes, again and kills him. Then puts starts him to sleep. tying him up and she's just like, man. Your plan with that bulletproof vest really worked. <laughs> just like you said yeah. it would. And we're just like, fuck you. <laughs> that's so not fuck how you. those things do not work like that at all. You can't just ignore yeah. bullets. That man has shattered ribs. <laughs> yes. Like a bulletproof vest shatters your ribs. <sighs> He's just like, da, da, da. <laughs> you can't shoot me. Yeah. Oh, man. And then and then he's like, yeah, my plan totally worked. Would you put some appropriate clothes on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to which she goes well, over and just bends her ass right into the camera. Oh, well, she's already like, well, it's sexy time, don't you know? <laughs> yes. And he's like, good Lord, mom, <laughs> put some jeans on, yeah. please. And she bends over for a while and uh, just ass right in the camera and then finally puts on her bongo jeans or whatever and. And then they're just like, okay, well, thanks for your service. <laughs> now I know where Black Pepper is somehow. Yeah. Or no, no. Okay, yeah, he's so, going to take yeah, the biker. in the late 90s portion of the movie. Like, <laughs> bongo jeans. Your mom uh, wears them now. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. 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 So he's got the biker in the backseat and her in the front. Yeah, and, and eventually he just do- he just drops her off. Right. And she's like, all right. See you later. Nice job. Yeah. And he's like, all right, no, well, you're going to take me to Black Pepper. And he's just, like the and pickaxe in the backseat is just like. Ah, everyone who goes to see Black Pepper gets murdered. Yeah. 
Good You're going to die. Cop guy. Black Pepper's going to murder you sight unseen. And then they fucking cut to Black Pepper. <laughs> and he is just, he's chilling on the couch with a lady in a Hard Rock Cafe baseball jersey. Yep. And you're like, all right, I guess maybe this is a Black Pepper henchman of some kind. I don't know. And then like, <laughs> nope. you're looking at this oil painting on the wall and then just out of frame, just like, surprise, it's a belly dancer. <laughs> yep. And then the belly dancer dances for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. While apparently White or Black Pepper and his lady are like having sexy times. Ah, I guess. They're just Kinda. sort of hanging out in the back enjoying yeah, the show. Yeah, she's like hanging on his lap. And then he's like, all yeah. right, thanks, Crystal. We'll see you next week. <laughs> right. I'll see you at the club. Yeah. yeah. Which then cuts to sexy time in the bedroom, which involves oh, fondling knees God. and licking belly buttons. <laughs> Seriously, it is so much kissing and rubbing and the same oh. like five seconds of her going... Uh, that's great. Yeah, don't stop. Uh, yeah, that's great. Don't stop for a fucking eternity. It is an eternity. A it fucking is, eternity. It's it longer than the naked man scene from from earlier. It really is. Now they they were kissing and writhing longer than the people in From Here to Eternity on the beach in this fucking movie. This was an actual fucking eternity. Yes. Oh my uh, god. Yes. Oh my god. Oh like my when god. it finally cut away. It was the sweet release. Yeah. I mean, at that point, it was like it the was. sweet release of was death. It? Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because it does cut right back to it. Uh, it does. Yeah. And then, like, to wrap it up, they just take, like, two seconds of each shot and just edit them all together mm-hmm. into this weird, like, cut, 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 and it's over. And it's like, wait, what happened here? Yeah. Because a guy... Well, well because they, they, <laughs> they pull up. Oh, yes. And, and he's like, all right. We're going to see Black Pepper now. Yeah. And then two guys run out from behind the bushes and they're like, who are you? Nobody are sees you Black Pepper. You know, and they're like, pickaxe. Why well, you got this guy here? What the hell? Yeah. And and he's like, ah, Superman there. <laughs> and immediately, suddenly you, you hear over the bullhorn. All right. This is the police. Put your hands up. Surrender. And it's the old sheriff guy from earlier. <laughs> Right. And he's the like, man who right. revealed himself to be the real police chief. Yeah. And while, also while reading notes on his desk. Yeah. Like the, the literal script was sitting on his desk in front of him yep. while he's having a phone conversation, just reading from the script with his name highlighted. <laughs> yep. With, yeah. With his stuff highlighted, <laughs> which, you know, uh, I'm sure but, John S. Rad never thought this movie would be on Blu-ray uh, <laughs> so we could see likely. that detail. But yeah, they so and so those guys get arrested. Uh-huh. But this is when somebody barges in on on uh, Black Pepper having the sex with this girl. Yeah, Willie like, Ames busts in. Yeah, he's like, hey, the cops are here. And he's like, what, you son of a bitch? We got to get out of here. He's like, tell the guys to deal with them. Yeah. And the guy's like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to commit to that, but all right, whatever. You're uh, the boss, Black Pepper, because <laughs> you're the coolest. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, so, yeah, the cops come in, including the guy who we thought was the police chief, the black guy. Uh-huh who is wearing a cutoff jean shirt and is just jacked for some reason. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. He's been working out since they yeah. did those first scenes, but they end up just arresting the, the woman in, in her underwear. For a while. It's another prolonged scene that goes on forever. Because yeah. she like reveals herself from under the sheet, and they're like, come on, lady, just take the sheet off. And Oh, they arrest her forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Black Pepper but, escapes. Yeah. Black Pepper's running outside, and that's when our our cop buddy is like, I got to chase after Black Pepper. And the sheriff's like, go get him. And then they get in a fist fight. Now, 
bear in mind, why the fuck is anyone here? Like, how does anyone know about any of this? That's a good point. All right. <laughs> That's an excellent point. We don't but know. But they are all acting like if we don't get Black Pepper, he's the fucking Lex Luthor of this whole thing. Black Pepper is the key. He's also a bit of the Lex Luger of this kind of thing. <laughs> well, he's also kind of the modern day Lex Luthor. Yeah, I mean, it's the Jesse Eisenberg version. It, immediately, this movie's just like all all efforts focus on getting Black Pepper. Where it's like, wait, we don't even know who this guy is. He's the son of the dead guy on the beach. Mm-hmm. So what? That's not a crime. Who cares? Yeah. Let him have his belly dancing and his weird yeah. making out with his Come girlfriend. <laughs> it's not a crime. They, I don't know. I think they're probably arresting him purely on the length of that scene that just wouldn't end. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. It just I don't know. It becomes a foot chase. That's terrible. Future cop brother fights him. Briefly. Oh, he gets his ass kicked, I, I guess. Yeah, and there's there's it's scored to video game soundtrack punches. Yes. And the punching is all accentuated by one uh, grunt sound. Uh, just like someone hit the sound test in Street Fighter 2 and it's just hit yeah. grunt one over and over and over yes. and over again. Yeah, pretty much. Every punch, every swing is the same noise. Yes. It's really bizarre. But he kicks future cops ass. Yeah. <laughs> and that guy's knocked out and then old the old sheriff that's come over feeling go oh thank god you're not dead yes i'm gonna get you black pepper (laughs) it's the last thing i do and the last 10 minutes of the movie is Mm -hmm. this old man that we've only seen on a phone earlier reading a script (laughs) chasing through the desert like like through the rocks the badlands yeah to track down black pepper who eventually breaks into a house where a blind woman is knitting Uh, yeah she's Making a quilt or flossing or something, but luckily no, she's she's sewing, definitely sewing. The <laughs> the tooth thing is like to cut the. I'm the, kidding. Oh. I'm just saying it's so disjointed. It looks sure. like dumb bullshit, but luckily she also makes her quilts with a luger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, yes. <laughs> because she luger. hears noise and she's like, "Time to pull out my German firearm and see who's there," which is just basically like, "Who's there?" and then. Black Pepper's standing there. Well, like, he has an outer monologue, too. He's like, oh, she's blind. What luck? And she's like, wait, I can hear that. <laughs> I can hear it really well. Yep. <laughs> and let blind. me shoot in that general direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Misses. And so Black Pepper just sneaks around the house to the other side. Yeah. She's got one of those houses where you can come in the room either way, two different ways. So. Mm-hmm. And he's going to attack her because Why not? that's the universe we're in. Mm-hmm. Sure. Old sheriff. I, I, I am running away from my to, to save myself, but I've got time to stop and rape, I guess. Yeah. A, bl- a blind woman, sure. Old sheriff barges in, kind of confronts and gets tangled up in this. And holds, is holds like, the gun to the head and is like, you're under arrest. Yeah. She, she sits down on the arm of the chair. Yep. And we're like, okay, she's going to like shoot the old sheriff by mistake because mm-hmm. she's blind. That's why this is happening, right? Well, he does actually say, like, I'm a, I'm a cop. <clears throat> yeah. It's okay. I, right. Not that she, he would have any idea that she's blind. No. But whatever. Nope. But uh, no, none of that happens. The, the movie just ends. It does, yes. <laughs> it Thank freeze you. frames on him getting arrest, getting handcuffed and her like kind of awkwardly falling over the side of the chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it straight up freeze frames to credits. Yes. With that. Yes. And no one in the credits has a name. Black Pepper is named uh, drug dealer. Drug dealer. Head drug dealer. You gave him an awesome name like Black Pepper and you don't put that in the credits? What I the know. hell, man? I'm surprised that the credits didn't get punched up a little bit. <laughs> they should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surprised but, yeah. the people making this didn't get punched a lot. Well, we don't know. No. <laughs> we don't know Burn. that it's a journey. Apparently, they've tried to speak with a lot of the people involved in this. 
The director is dead. Yeah, the director That's died. Died in like 2007. The editor is dead. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the guy who did the music. The like, entire crew is dead. The actors. Yeah. And for some reason, like even though some of the people have been in other things, they don't want to talk about. They it? They refuse to talk about it. So there, there's something weird going on with all like. Probably sure. this guy was like one of the biggest scumbags who's ever lived. I mean, look at the, what the subject of his movie. I bet there is some unsavory activity yeah. that happened. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, make some supposition here, but that guy was probably a fucking asshat yeah. from the word go. I, I mean, mean, there's a I reason the movie it, had to been shut down so many times. I think probably like cast members were revolting. They were just like, no, yeah. I'm not coming back to work. It's not worth it. Mm hmm. And then he would have to shut down for seven years and then just be like, aha. And then he just now the story's about yeah, old sheriff, but, man. <laughs> but also someone where every male's default response to seeing a woman is I should rape her. Yeah, that's bad. You know, there's a problem there as well. Yes, it's problematic. Yeah, <laughs> to say the least. We need to talk about dangerous it, it men. It is the most problematic. <laughs> it is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But uh, it's. There's nothing like this. That's for goddamn sure. No, no. But it's one of those that also kind of defies a rating because it's randomness just like kind of explodes into just like I. It mm-hmm. feels so foreign. It's almost incomprehensible. Yeah, I think someone on the box called it an alien transmission. Yeah. Yeah. A transmission from an alien. Yeah. World. But but it's got and that's the thing is it's got all the stuff that all of these types of classics have where it's it's poorly acted for one. It's poorly made. It's poorly edited. The scenes go on way too long. Mm-hmm. And it has that weird thing of just like, are these humans <laughs> like are what or are they dancer? Yeah. But like who who told them to do these things that humans don't do? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think and then the, you add on to that, that incredibly weird soundtrack. Yeah, I, you know, I want to say and not I don't want to say in this movie's defense, I want to say in the defense of some people like this. And you think about like the, the this guy and the guy who made Samurai Cop and the guy who made Birdemic and all these things. They're not native born American and they grew up in foreign lands and they were probably getting our movies very cut up and and dubbed and out of order mm-hmm. and just probably thinking that's what movies are. Movies are disjointed and crazy and they don't make any sense. I can't wait to go to America and do that. Well, yeah. I and mean, so that's unfortunate, but you know. it is. A, yes, I'm not saying it's a good thing, but I, I just I these guys seem so passionate about. I mean, he's fucking stuck with this for 26 yeah. years and there is like no sense of irony or anything in it. Yeah, no, like, no. It, is, it is one of those deals that's like, you know, it's like the room. It's the genuine article. It's like he thought he was making this amazing thing. Yes. He had to have. Yes. Yes. Had to have. Considering he sunk the money into renting theaters to show it and got seven tickets. So yeah. total. I mean, you think about movies. There, there are so many movies out there that were abandoned entirely by huge Hollywood corporations. Like they would film like 75 percent of it and go, no, we can't finish it. Shelve it. And it never exists again. And this guy was like, you know what? No, I'm going to stick with this story. Mm-hmm. This story is the one I have to tell. I have to finish this. I. Mm-hmm. So we should read it. Yeah, we should. Yep. We should. I can predict Harlow's rating. <laughs> yeah, you might as well just go first. Harlow, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we know. I mean, yeah, we, we know. Mean, yeah, it's a five bag movie okay. easily. Um, I mean, it's it's devoid of anything like worthy of seeing. I mean, there's like it's this is exactly what makes me angry when when people say that they like bad movies and they point to something like this. I mean, I'm not 
I'm not trying to call them out, but I mean, like, this is like nope, call them out. This Do is it. this is the epitome of like the bad movie hipsters roll call. Like, this is like chief number one of it. I'm glad it, we did it first. I, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, this is like the kind of thing they would be like, oh man, best best bad movie ever. And it's like, why? Like, it's awkward. It's terrible to watch. There, everything about it is terrible, and like, not even in a fun way. There are so many other movies that have fun bad. I mean, the room can be fun bad if you're if you're laughing about it. It's like. It's, at least it's uh, it, I don't know. At least it's some sort of a narrative from beginning to end. Yeah, it has dangling plot lines that come out of nowhere and go nowhere. But like this is just one dangling plot line after another, and you know, in, in random inserted scenes and gross shots of women that you know, probably. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but you know, it's like I don't really want to see them in the first place. It's like. You know, I don't want to see like Motley Crue's groupies now, which is what <laughs> most of this cast kind of looks like, you know? Okay. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's not fun in any way, shape or form. And if I wanted to see something that has struggled to exist and find an audience that's like the late seventies with very little success, I'd just go watch the career of Jim Belushi. <laughs> wow. Damn, son. No. Well, drop your mic. Well, I, I think, yeah. And to your point, I think this has the appeal among the community that is seeking to mock these things, mm-hmm. which is not our goal. And it really has never been mm-hmm. is to find is we, we're, we never go into something going, man, I can't wait to make fun of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, we make jokes as we're watching things, but we're never like, that's never the point of being there. Correct. And I think that's why this one hits us so wrong is because it's so easy to mock and to just, turn on completely and hate basically mm-hmm. but it's like it's really it's i hate to say but it's really it's just a repugnant movie i mean it is gross in so many ways in you know especially in his treatment of women obviously in that you know the default mode is okay that woman needs to get raped you know like that's it's creepy in a way that is not fun even though there is fun to be had in that, in that whole, like, how does this exist? How do, how, how do you make actors do these things that are so anti everything that humans do? You know, that there's that weirdness that permeates everything about it, but it's still at its core, pretty gross. Yeah. It, it almost turns a corner though, when it, when it slides into that, like, this woman's going to get revenge for all the women that have ever been wronged. She's going to go out there and fucking murder all these rapist bastards. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Maybe go with this. It might be okay. And there's like, there's a, there's a converging storyline. Like I can see where there's a, there's a pretty interesting movie in this where, you know, we continue along with her storyline and her brother Mm -hmm. and they're, you know, trying to keep one step ahead of each other. And they eventually, whatever, shoot out, everybody dies. Nobody's Mm -hmm. happy. Um, Something like that. But, but they just abandon that and it and it leaves it just like it leaves that thread and and picks up the plot line of like oh okay all right we're we're back to women are here to be victims again all right let's mm-hmm. tally ho right yeah i i just but it's definitely like i can see how people enjoy it but it's definitely not for bad movie amateurs it's not like you go <laughs> it's not like you go hey i want to show people about like what like crazy bad movies I want to introduce them to. It's like, no, you don't show them this. No, like, like you have to you don't really, start here. No. Yeah. You really have to have someone who's been like, yeah, I've seen the room like a dozen times right. and 
I, I get that. And I mean, and I do have the feeling like that we're having the same reaction we had to the room, which we all gave bags to way back when, and then saw it at a midnight showing with a crowd. And we're like, man, this is great. Mm-hmm. This is so right, much fun, sure. you know, and maybe that could be there. I don't know, but in our, in our realm, this is sadly, it's a five bags movie. I mean, it's, it just, it can't, it can't dig itself out of the hole it's created. And it's a pretty goddamn deep hole. All right. Yeah. I, I, to go back to the room again, I think I think the thing is, is like if we watch every I, we've talked about this before, but like everything about the room sets itself up for misconception mm-hmm. because like the, the cover and everything and the font and like everything, the way that movie starts is not where you think that movie's going to go by the end. Like, yeah. you, you, I mean, the cover in a see Tommy or why so looks like a fucking horror movie. And like, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, everything about that, like the way it starts, it's like, OK, and what weird dark path is this going to go down? And it's, I still and then it's like it's the weirdest, like, I still remember just being shocked thing. at the end that there wasn't like some murderous rampage right. by him. Yeah, because that was completely what I was expecting. Sure. And what horrible thing will go down? Yeah. In and the it room. just never does. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. Right. But yeah, that's I mean, that's like I said, room is just one of those like, you know, I, I think we unfortunately had preconceived notions and we watched it. And we're like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Which I still think, but, you know, like <laughs> yeah, for different reasons. Now. Good. Yes. BJ. <sighs> I don't I don't know if I'm ready to actually talk about it. I'll go then, in any more wanna... like in any more detail. Like, I, I don't I don't know that I have anything to add. Um <laughs> I somehow don't feel like this movie has necessarily earned five bags, even though it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky that right now I don't remember what what else we've given five bags to, except for a couple obvious obvious ones. Right. Um, because I, I think it's good that I don't compare it directly to anything else. But there's just like a carelessness and a sieging along with carelessness to this movie. Like nobody gives a shit about anything in this movie looking good sounding good feeling good at all it's just all they just you just soldier along with blatant disregard for taste or quality mm-hmm. and it feels like they it feels like the director is making a shit movie and knows he's making a shit movie and just doesn't care sometimes like because it doesn't feel like you can be tuned into trying to make a cool movie or a good movie, and mm-hmm. and end up with something like this, like like the room for comparison. Tommy Wiseau thinks he's making an awesome thing the entire way through, and cares about making an awesome thing, but just doesn't know how to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Like has no clue what the filmmaking process is, but soldiers along anyway with head held high and proud of doing it while he's doing it, and proud of it when it's done. This guy, it feels like he's just like. Don't know how to make a movie. Don't care. Gonna make a gonna make a movie. Doesn't matter if it's good. I'm gonna make it anyway. Here it is. Yep. It's a movie. Right. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Almost like a like he made it out of spite. Um, <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I have talked myself into five bags on this movie. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm kind of mad at it. Yeah, I'm gonna give it five bags. Okay. Final answer. All right. Stamp it. <sighs> I should preface this with a disclaimer kind of an apology kind of thing in that we if you give it jocks i'm gonna beat you with this table cool uh 
when we've talked about stuff like Samurai Cop and Killing American Style and Ninja Busters and stuff like that, I think probably one of us in each of those episodes at some point has said this guy, meaning the director, clearly had no idea how to make a movie, mm-hmm. like had no idea how to make a movie. And as I'm watching this, I'm thinking back to those movies and thinking, you know what? No, those guys did know how to make a movie. They just weren't any good at it. They knew like what the story was and you needed an action scene here. They just weren't any good at, oh, well, the guy's wig fell off. Maybe we should have cut that. No. Well, Samurai Cop, by comparison, is a masterpiece of filmmaking compared to this. Yes. So when looking back at all those movies, the Samurai Cops and the Birdemics and all these things, I mean, they're... They're terribly made, but from like a start to finish kind of thing, you look at it and you go, okay, well, someone at least had, you know, like the essence of a screenplay, like they knew where they were going with it. This movie doesn't have any of that, any, none of it. It has no structure. It has a genesis of an idea that was ripped off of other movies that were being made around the early 80s and then just couldn't maintain it for whatever reason for reasons we'll never know for we will never know why this movie stopped and started so many Mm -hmm. times over the years why he stuck with it those things aren't gonna they're just never gonna come up yeah um but my my dilemma with this is seeking a way to condemn it as strongly as all of you have when i think back to movies that i have sat here and hated like fucking hated, like sitting through Loose Cannons and sitting through Ford Fairlane and Mm -hmm. sitting through these movies that are just like every ounce of this movie is doing nothing but pissing me off. This movie didn't piss me off in any way because it was made by someone so clueless. I I can't speak to their motivation specifically Mm -hmm. if they are a terrible person or not. I can't because there are so many exploitation movies made late 70s, early 80s that were worse. Death Wish 2 is so vile. Death Wish 2 is something I will never watch again because it is so disgustingly vile. It doesn't matter what Charles Bronson does to anyone in that movie. The 20 to 25 minutes of rape you have to watch to get to that is Mm -hmm. fucking unacceptable. This movie is kind of like this casual like rape just kind of means taking someone's shirt off and poking at them kind of dumb grossness. It's all very gross. The attitudes of it are gross and everything like that. But like the box says, this alien transmission quality of this movie makes it interesting to me. I think it's something that I could tell people after they have seen all of those movies, Miami Connection, oh yeah, Ninja Busters, all of that. Yeah, you might want to check this out. It's one of those. It's a lot worse than one of those, but it's one of those. And I think because I have to say I'm recommending it to people, I have to give it a single jocks because okay. I can't recommend something I'm giving bags to. Bags make me angry. This movie didn't make me angry. I threw my hands up in the air a few times. It was like, what is happening? But I was never pissed off at this movie. Yeah. I mean, I'll admit I there were quite a few points where I was just shocked into laughter. Yep. You know, and so five does feel harsh when you put it the way you just did. But Mm -hmm. I think I still have to stick with that. Absolutely. But I can see how you could say, yes, I because, you know, you've seen worse. Mm -hmm. You know, you've you've seen more vile and more. Yeah gross but man. i think ford fairlane is more offensive to me than this movie i i, I yeah it's I, you have to deal with that guy mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that movie made me angry yeah it's kind of like if all the shit birds in this movie yeah. were one character yeah. it would be the dice man i mean the things i don't want in a bamcast movie don't make me angry and don't bore me you know this movie was so bewildering that i would it never 
aside from the, the the it started to lose me and i think it broke the room with the naked guy i think that's when everyone in the room turned on this movie and it never recovered after that yeah but it never got me to the point where i was just i just was just like this is the worst just fuck everything about this i don't care mm-hmm. it just never did that to me so i'm not i'm not angry at this movie i'm okay. not well, I'm angry at you. <laughs> well, hit me with this table. You promised. Come on. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, later. No, I, okay. I know what it's like to be in your shoes, being the one guy who's like, yeah, elves. Yeah, I know. Let's watch was, this. Absolutely. And, and everyone's like, no, fuck you. What's I'm, wrong with you? Maintain to this day. I'm wrong yeah. about elves. <laughs> so. And I agree that you were wrong. I am. Yes, absolutely. We agree. But I know what it's like to be in your chair right now. Yeah. And, but and I'm not trying to. I'm, I'm honestly you're not, not trying, trying to hipster us. Either. No. And I'm not trying to talk you guys out of it. I'm just saying from my point of view. I know we're all looking for different things from these movies and I just, I'm not, it, it did not produce any harsh mm. negative feelings within me. Yeah, I get it. You you justified your rating well enough that I probably won't hit you with the table. Fair enough. That's all I wanted to do. That's nice why job. I was so passionate about it. I did want to get it. Man. You were, you were getting I was like, in there. BJ, listen, <laughs> believe me, this is coming from my heart. Yeah. My huge giant heart. <laughs> your broken ass big old heart. I just like for us to take a break so we can stop talking about this movie. That we can do. All right, and welcome back. Hey, second half. Hey, uh-huh. man, I completely forgot about everything we did in the first half. So let's have a happy second half. Okay. Um, you saw a movie. I saw. Well, I resaw a movie. Uh, <laughs> oh. I, I rewatched Deadpool because uh, it's out in like digital format. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing that thing pre-release to physical media now. Skull poople. Um, so I really enjoyed that movie, and I think I said that when I when I originally talked about it. But I think it dawned on me more the second time watching why it works and why it feels like kind of a fresh breath in the in the realm of superhero movies. Is I know we had Shane Black do Iron Man three, but this feels like a Shane Black movie that had a script punched up by actually you know giving a shit and carrying Kevin Smith like back in the day. Like the quippy okay. the quippy stuff is like feels straight out of like. Clerks era kind of witty repartee. I remember know. that guy when he was you know? funny. Yeah, and so, but like, but with a, a plot structure and a, a, a messing of a timeline similar to what Shane Black would do. Mm. And so, like, I, I just, it's just like it just dawned on me like that that magical combination of of fun is I think what makes that movie work so much because like it's 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 weird you know because like you you know everyone's going to everyone's going to take this movie and ruin superhero movies thanks to it like there's going to be like yeah. you know let's make all make rated r movies with the same gusto that we don't understand why the movies that are working are working mm-hmm. you know see batman v superman just like i don't know if shit blow up people watch pay money you know it, it doesn't have to be good uh-huh. you know obviously that's what marvel's <laughs> doing so just just do that so i mean now rated r is just going to be the thing that makes people fuck you know more movies up in a dumb way so you know, but whatever. You're never going to stop the clueless, you know, Hollywood studio machine of like, I don't know, just that movie did a thing and made money. Let's that. do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, copy that. We don't really care. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's um, I still like it and I would highly recommend it. I, I still, still need to see it. I'm bad at seeing current movies. I plan to rent it when it comes out next week at Redbox. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
I want that subtle <laughs> approval sound for everything I do. <laughs> I just finished another day of work. Cool. <laughs> Call me up anytime, man. Okay, I'll great. provide that for you. Thank you. You just have to do a medium amount of drugs for that to just pop into your head okay. at the end of the workday. So just start doing that. that. Oh, all right. Just a one or two amount, weeds a day. Amount. Yeah, don't go... Don't go overboard. No? Just yeah. a medium. Keep it under out. control? Yeah. And you'll That's be, a good idea. And it'll just pop in your head like the great gazoo. You'll be like, <laughs> man, I finished that project at work. <laughs> Boink! Cool. <laughs> Thanks, gazoo. That sounds great. See you later, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. All that. <laughs> That's what, what a what person who does what, a weed. What else we got? Like. Um, <laughs> I, I know, BJ, you watched uh, In Honor of Prince. Yeah. You watch some Purple Rain. Rest in purple. Yeah. You Man, I, thought we were having a, I thought we were having a happy second half. Well, watching Purple Rain yeah. for people is happy. I yeah, watched the sure. first 10 minutes, which is still fucking amazing. And the last 10 minutes. <laughs> and then holds, Darling Nikki in the middle. Yeah. It holds strong for, for at least 20 minutes. And then it gets into that weird, like, oh, now it's now it's the movie about abuse. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Um. But it's still pretty magical, you know, like if you can if you can get through that stuff, that that movie is magical. And and especially mm-hmm. that first ten minutes just I agree with you. I mean like that movie is just screaming and sh- screaming and showering style at and upon you. Mm-hmm. Just blasting mm-hmm. you. And it was like like the perfect thing to watch last Friday at, at work, like, you know, trying to trying to finish off a crappy work week that was punctuated with a, you know, news of our, you know, our purple Jesus uh, being Bamfcast snatched alum. away from us. Mm-hmm. Bamfcast alum, the prince. Who we probably um, weren't as nice to as we should have been well, in yeah. retrospect, but, you know, Graffiti, Graffiti Bridge, Bridge was is a, a bad movie. It's right. a ba- it's yes, bad. it is. It's a bad movie. I mean, in a bad way. <laughs> I honestly, it crops my mind. I was like, do we do Under a Cherry Moon? I, mean, I thought about that, too. I didn't yeah. want to bring it up because I didn't want to you know, know. ruffle feathers. I know. Or Ruffle Ruffles, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's not in that movie. Yeah, but I, I just I, I think what I appreciate about Purple Rain is like nobody would make that movie nowadays. No, like not only just the whole melodrama thing, but no musical performer would allow themselves to look as bad as that movie makes Prince look through most of it. Well, you wouldn't get a movie that is a promotional piece for the performer. It would be something that they're not necessarily related to. Yeah. Like you would put someone in an action movie and then just have their music on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't get a on point. This is this, this is the story of my life. Yeah, kind of. You just won't get that. Yeah. Question for you: mm-hmm. Has anybody seen? I think it's called From Justin to Kelly. The American Justin Idol movie. Guarini, Kelly yeah. Clarkson. Yeah. Is yeah. that any? I why? Mean, you, why? It, it was number one or so on the bottom one hundred for a while when it was the mm-hmm. thing to do. Right, but I mean that's obviously a. It, it is specifically promoting those two oh, artists. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Artists in quotes. Um, I guess Kelly went on to do something, do okay sure. for herself. He went on to um, get a haircut. He went on to be <laughs> little <laughs> sweet in the uh, Diet Dr Pepper oh, that's commercials. Right. Okay, now God, for the longest time, that's I'm like, right. who the fuck is that yeah, guy? If, that's what if, he went on to if do. If nothing else, he became an exclamation for when getting waxed. Kelly Clarkson. Yes. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. But did she? She. Yes. We might we might consider watching Did, that. Uh, well, what what I'm I'm trying to get at is was that a movie in a similar vein? Like maybe no, not maybe not autobiographical, like, but I, but in the in the 
like s- shameless self promotion. It's sort of closer way. It's, to anything else since I would say. Yeah, I, I think the only thing you could remotely like, as far as like kind of, well, if you're if you're talking about purely in a self indulgence kind of thing, the only thing that could probably top it is like the song remains the same because that is so far up its own ass. It's like oh, yeah. funny. I mean, maybe Eight Mile. Yeah, because oh, yeah. yeah, that is kind of about as close as you're going to get to Purple Rain. It is. Yeah, kind of I his, think like, I think that's probably the best yeah. one. But it, you know, but that's done <laughs> the by angry him. white kids. Purple Rain is eight <laughs> well, directed by a real director. I mean, that's yeah, a good yeah. movie. Yeah. That's a legit, actually good movie. It just yeah. happens to have fucking Eminem in it. Right. Yeah, because yeah. it works despite that. Otherwise, <laughs> all you get now is like you know Justin Bieber, Never Say Never, yeah. which is yeah, pretty much movie. concert footage, exactly. and and you know. Glow, yeah. glowing praise right. for Justin Bieber. That was the that was the thing I was trying to that was the point I was trying to make is that you just don't get that person immerses themselves in story that is almost based on their life like 8 Mile and Purple Rain. You just yeah. don't get that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why because people loved Purple Rain and people loved 8 Mile. Yeah. I don't know why they don't think like we should do this with every artist we've got, but also there aren't artists anymore. We just don't, you know, they just people suddenly show up and then when you ask who they are, they're like they were on YouTube the last 7 years. You're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, all right." Yeah, now all you get now is like either someone has to die or be very, very, very close to death, and you get a biopic movie about them. Right. On Lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like Johnny Cash. And, oh, right, you know, right, right. Yeah. James Brown, the movie, you know, Ray Charles. I mean, they were, I think, almost all all but dead when the movie came out. <laughs> yeah. Like they died right after or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just, I was just looking for a, looking for a modern analogy to it. No, perhaps. Eight miles probably. probably um, yeah. But yeah, if you haven't watched Purple Rain, go go watch that fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Also, we're sad because yeah. it's in theaters. It was in theaters last weekend, and mm-hmm. now it's in theaters again this weekend because mm-hmm. last weekend apparently sold out. Yeah, like the was it AMC theaters was yeah. was was showing it, and yeah. <laughs> now the bummer thing about that is that they're doing like the it's the satellite thing, so it's not an amazing print. It's not like they suddenly like shipped prints of the movie to all the theaters around yeah. the country. Fingerprints. <laughs> So I don't think so. It is it is a it is a satellite transmission, which is kind of a bummer. You might as well yeah. just watch the Blu-ray on your own TV. But still, you want to go to the theater and watch a Prince movie. Yeah, you movie. want to watch it with people. Yeah, have a good time. For the first ten minutes, thirty-five millimeter Prince. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> very small. Yes. Prince. I knew he was short, but he's <laughs> yeah. only thirty-five millimeters tall. Mm. Yeah, if you're lucky, seven, seventy millimeter. Oh prince. yeah, you can get <laughs> fucking IMAX <laughs> Prince. <laughs> Oh no, not, his name's not Max. His name I is mean, Prince. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm a pretty straight guy, but I might fuck IMAX Prince. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awfully big of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of small. It's kind of large. Small of format. me, but I mean. Give him the XD. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get, yeah. Leave your own home. <laughs> I, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just staying out of this conversation right. right now. Well, I think we're done. Yeah, 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 we're done. But yeah, Purple Rain, good time capsule. Pretty oh, good movie it too. is 80s in a movie right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's mm-hmm. if you ever like, man, I miss the 80s. I want to relive it. But just mm-hmm. pop it. Purple yeah. Rain. Yeah, fuck you watching Kung Fury. Pop in fucking Purple Rain. Yeah. yeah. Also, apparently all those songs were recorded live. They yeah. were well, multiple, multiple nights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, like. Just that. <sighs> The thing, the weird, like, That's awesome. I've always said the weirdest thing is like the actual soundtrack album is a different set of takes yeah. than mm-hmm. what's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also, I, I just like the, the darling Nikki thing. Like, it's not only an excuse to play that song, but it's plot relevant mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. well. 
And it's malicious as shit, too. Yeah. It's, man, everybody in that movie responds so negatively to that. They're like, ugh, ugh. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck, yeah, darling, Prince, fucking yeah. give it to him. Yeah. yeah, fuck that speaker, get it, Prince, get it. I don't know. I think the, I think the beautiful one scene is even better as far as like you know like the scene to the movie. You know when mm-hmm. she's like having dinner with Morris and mm-hmm. that song. I was like, yeah, that's yeah, that's fucking good. Yep. And I, you know, I think we said it during Graffiti Bridge, but it's like I know Graffiti Bridge was unpleasant <laughs> overall to watch. I wish that location existed to where you could just go from themed club to themed club oh, and man. just see the most amazing sure. show any night of the week that should be like the actual universal city walk or yes. whatever thing when you go to a theme park is like you know the house of blues and hard rock and all that should be there so you can just go boop, 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 to different types of clubs and yeah like oh i'm over in george clinton's club let's yeah. get funked up and like the biggest crime in graffiti bridge is that the fact that that universe was like yeah no one gives a shit about this anymore mm-hmm. it's like why that, no, the those biggest, clubs should be packed every night with Prince's awesomeness. The biggest crime is that the next two albums were way better than anything on Graffiti Bridge. Yeah, there's nothing in it. It was like you Bridge should have any good. You know, you should have made a Diamonds and Pearls yeah. movie or a yes. whatever the hell the symbol was movie. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. either of those albums kind of lends themselves more to it. But mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. You guys want some contact? Not contact information. You want some communications? Oh, I, I yes, I would love some. emails. Emails, as we call them in the modern day. Cool. Uh, first one up is from Nils. Calls us February and May. It says, greeting casters. This is Nils from Southern Utah. I know you don't seem overexcited at the idea of doing animation 2.0, but I know you do like doing Black Exploitation History Month. What if I told you there was an animated Black Exploitation film? The film I speak of is 1975's Coonskin, aka Street Fight, aka Busting Out, aka Harlem Days, aka Harlem Nights. It was written and directed by Ralph Bakshi and can, and can loosely be described as a black exploitation parody of Disney's Song of the South. Plus, it's only 82 minutes long. Watch it or don't, but I thought I would offer it up as a recommendation for animation 2.0 if you decide to go for it. Crash and burn, nils out. You have uh, my interest, at least. Sure. I mean... You're, you're checking off a lot of boxes. I suppose nils. we probably just need to possibly think about including that in the official or just i don't know we could just do this shit randomly whatever it's our show we do whatever we can we fit want. it in <laughs> you're goddamn right it is yeah i mean I, I don't know i'm just you know maybe we need to check them we probably need to, i mean based on the original title we probably just need to check it over for content some of that guy's stuff is rough i mean i know there's a level of satire to it but uh, it, it, it we would probably need to screen it yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just, I mean, like, it's it's weird. Yeah. I mean, that guy in general, it's, it's you can have a movie where it's, I, I like the, the weird Lord of the Rings thing he did, but like, you know, you try to watch something like fucking Wizards now, and it's like, I, yeah, this yeah. is weird. I am not on enough drugs to enjoy this. And like I was talking to Mackie about the other day, I understand what these people are doing. I totally get they're trying to gateway us into anime. I I understand (laughs) what these people are doing. I'm on to them. Oh, look at you accusing our listeners. They're all like, hey, this is like a thing you like. And then you can watch Akira and then you can watch 28 episodes of Pat Labor or whatever that thing is. And just oh, oh, Pat Labor. (laughs) What? I think he's referring to Pat Labor. Oh, sorry. Oh, (laughs) which one's the one where where the panda runs the store? Or a polar bear runs a store or something like that. Mobile suit Gundam. No. <laughs> Evangelion. Ran my, ran my half. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
I, I don't know. I just somebody. If, we'll, we'll get like ten emails and be like, "Oh, the one with the panda that runs the store." <laughs> oh, yeah. If we fucking forty five episodes produced, it anything was ends that with one of us signing up for fucking Crunchyroll, I'm like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm on to you. <laughs> I remember downloading that when like it first came on, like on Xbox 360. They're like, "Oh, look at all these apps you can stream stuff." I'm like, "Okay, Crunchyroll, what is it?" And then I like I opened it up and I'm like the fuck is this <laughs> what it's like no i don't no no why did you tell me this is what this was mm-hmm. xbox you yeah. just said hey crunchy roll i'm like that sounds cool it's streaming yeah Ooh. it's streaming stuff no yeah. it's all anime seriously like i mean do you want to pitch us anime things i i might watch it i have been down the anime mm-hmm. road mm-hmm but I, I mean, I think yeah, I've, does that lead you to Graffiti Bridge? Or? That's right. We're, it's it's it's, oh, it's definitely on the same. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's next month. It's May. Uh, weird. Yeah, we're, we're on next, Anime next, Road right next now. Next episode is is a May episode, right? Wow, it sure is. Okay. Yeah. So I guess I can say what I am going to be watching specific anime movies for second half discussion. Mm-hmm. Oh. Are you really? So you like, people will get some animation content. People. What? What? Us? Are you threatening us or the listeners right now? Both. Both. Okay. <laughs> and what? Are you going to spoil any of these specific movies? Uh, maybe you can tell us. I I will tell you. I've okay. gotten some recommendations from uh, Scott from Dallas of pairings. Uh, oh oh I'm oh! Do oh like, you're gonna two per. You're gonna yeah, do like my dance movies. Oh hell yeah! Oh snap! Oh yeah! I'm in. DDR but I'm, I'm not going. To, I'm not reviews. getting into any like series it's not like evangelion no, 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 no. where it's like okay watch all 45 seasons well robotech and no, yeah. no no fucking cowboy bebop or shut your goddamn mouth oh yeah 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 but, cowboy yeah. bebop's good yeah or yeah. get the fuck out yeah <laughs> no get your ass down and cowboy Robo. bebop is genuinely awesome <laughs> yeah okay yeah I, i've seen enough of that to know that that show is actually so is, uh, something that we would enjoy like chuck you might even enjoy so so is outlaw that. star except for when they have their one weird random I know it's a thing like their spa episode where it's just like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this shit? Mm. It's a thing apparently that a lot of anime shows do where there's like a, they call it a bass episode or something yep. like that, where it's just like, it goes fucking goofy and like none of the characters do anything they ever normally do. It's mm. like, it's like the, the live show version of the American sitcom where it's like, all right, here's the live episode where it's, it doesn't feel like the regular episode at all. <laughs> it's three's company yeah. on ice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. But, but yes, Harlow, I will let you know okay. in case you're interested in following me down that, Terrible, I, terrible road. I hope that Fist I of the North Star is on there. That, that's all I can say. I um, might join you. Okay, because I've been meaning to like rewatch I don't, that here for a long time. I don't think that's on there, but I can, I can do some, uh, I can do some okay. swapperoos. I, I, let me, let me, let me help you out because I might have seen some of these, and I, I can tell you whether or not you'll hate them or not. Like, and I'm sure the listeners can help you out. Well, too. no, I can honestly tell <laughs> you. I'm sure the I've, listeners I've will help getting, you out whether you want it or Scott not. Scott from Dallas has been helping me out. Yeah, there. okay. And, I will tell you right now. And he said, like, there's some. He's like, you might hate this. For sure. Like, like there's some that I, I said, and he's like, you might hate that. I'm like, okay, then maybe not. Here's the thing. I will gladly go along with talking second half about anime if we all watch it on our own. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if I pop in one that fucking sucks, I can just speed yeah, through you that can, shit. Yeah, you like, can. how does this end? All right, fuck that thing. So. There you go. Yeah. So there you go. There will be animated content in animation. Yep. But not a theme month. Not happening. Nope. Call we got sec- we got other plans. Can we man. do? Can we, can we make them all mad? And call our second half Japanimation. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's not Japanimation. It's anime, <laughs> and actually, even anime is not correct anymore. It's an OVA. Yeah. Damn it. What What does OVA stand for? Those are the solid rocket boosters. The- <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like what Chuck said. Yep. Original video animation. 
animation. <laughs> they're, they're basically, it's weird. It's like if you want to make a movie, but you don't want to make it movie length. That's like, there's a lot of that type of stuff. Why do just you put out? Yeah, it's dude. What do you call it? Dude. Japan's weird. Dude. Oh, don't, yeah. don't. You don't even want to. <laughs> Trust me. No, 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 no. You don't even want to. All right. So, uh, last email we'll do tonight is from Steve, like the bird heron. Kaka! Who, uh, the email is titled Deep Throat Before Homeroom. Well, that sounds like a good yeah, high school. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You shouldn't watch that video. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, Bamfcast. <laughs> oh. Steve, like the bird here, do my normal squawking and such. And so, a while ago, Chuck was talking on the podcast about all the president's men, Ooh. and he wondered how teenagers today would react to it. Mm. Well, you're about to get your answers because my history class just finished watching All the President's Men. Oh, that deep throat. I had seen it before because, come on, guys, it's me. I wasn't <laughs> the only one. There were a couple more that had seen it, but most of the class was going in blind. Early on, there was a moment in the Washington Post newsroom where my teacher went, that's a typewriter, and the entire class just turned to her and gave her a collective stare of, yeah, we know what a typewriter is. We're not <laughs> morons. We've seen movies. Also, you're only like 10 years older than us. You haven't earned any back-in-my-day bragging oh, rights. <laughs> oh, snap. snap. Man, this class has yeah. sass. <laughs> yeah. Threw some salt her way. <laughs> like fucking dangerous minds up in there. Yeah. We know what a typewriter yeah. is, yo. Fuck you, Michelle. Yeah, yeah, like if I we know a, what a fucking typewriter if, is. If I had a glove, I'd take it off and slap you across the cheek with it. But anyway, he says, yeah. what I'm trying to say is they're not going to be thrown off because they pull out a phone book. Don't get me wrong. There were some confusing things during the movie, but I like to think that it's because it's a politically charged movie with a lot of names dropped and a lot going on. It could be hard for almost anyone. Also, obviously, it was a different time, so there are going to be some references that fly right over heads. Like Robert Redford has the line, you're both paranoid. She's afraid of John Mitchell, and you're afraid of Walter Cronkite. To which John, who sits to my right, asked me, who's Walter Cronkite? Mm -hmm. Says, there were some things that even got me. For example, every phone in that movie is a rotary phone. Every one. I guess I figured they had figured out buttons in the early 70s. Also, Dustin Hoffman is smoking in almost every scene in that movie. And knowing my grandparents' habits, I kind of assumed it was of the time. And then Robert Redford just goes... Is there anywhere you don't smoke? And that's when it hit me. Oh, no, that was already starting to become weird then. Uh huh. In the end, there's going to be things that they get and things that they don't get. There's always going to be at least a little bit of a generational disconnect. But for the most part, I think my class got it. But I'm not going to lie. I think a couple of them were totally lost. So maybe I'm putting too much faith in my generation. Let's just call it a mixed bag. Also, there were some snickers at every mention of Deep Throat, because how often do you hear Deep Throat in school? Also, side note on the casting of Deep Throat, and I'm going to get real theater nerdy here just for a second. Hal Holbrook, genius casting. You want a guy that I trust, that I can believe is telling the truth right away, you cast Mark Twain. CNB, Steve Like the Bird, sent via red flag in a potted plant. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. He's, he's in an above average class. I think so. YouTube reaction videos have taught me that today's children would look at that movie and just go, I don't understand any of this. They're all aliens. What is a newspaper? Yeah. <laughs> it's newspapers and rotary phones and mm -hmm. and <laughs> walking everywhere. <laughs> walking everywhere. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need all the president's men to carry me over here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I bet that's aged better than network. It it has because television is still a thing and newspapers aren't. <laughs> so it's almost like you it can, feels like a time capsule. You can thing. look at the newspaper thing and be like, oh, that's weird. That's how things were in the past. And you look at the mm -hmm. network and you're like, well, television was like that. That's dumb. That yeah. doesn't make sense. People gave a shit about news. Yeah, everyone watched <laughs> the same channel. Yeah. What? Yeah. Three channels. 
and they went off the air at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> man, channel's going off the air. Yeah. That's why that every time I so fire up weird. Poltergeist, I'm like, man, no one understands why this is happening. Like the thing going to snow. Mm-hmm. Why would that happen? Why would it play the national anthem and go then go to snow? Yeah. Try <laughs> try seeing a uh, BBC do that. If oh, you, yeah. You ever seen that? Yes. That, the, 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 well, I mean, they play, you know, uh, God, God Save, Save the, the Queen. Queen. But yeah. then it goes to that um, weird cl- girl with the clown picture. Mm-hmm. You can look it up. It's yeah. the BBC test pattern yep. that mm-hmm. I used to go to at night. It was it's, like I yeah. naturally saw this happen, not knowing that that was going to happen. I was like, what? And I was like expecting it to be a slideshow. And I'm like, as, as it just sat there, sat there, I was like. The fuck yeah. is this? Yep. And why is it still up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That is a weird test pattern. Yeah. Yeah, that's creepy. Like your TV is going to eat you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first time, I think the first time I stayed up late enough for a TV, like for a TV station to go off the air, it just like really weirded me out. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's like, what's wrong? Why are they playing the national anthem? Yeah. Why are they saying goodbye? <laughs> Keep yeah. doing your job, TV well, station. I, I remember in the early 80s, uh, Nickelodeon, like after Danger Mouse, at 8 o'clock, Danger Mouse would end mm-hmm. and it would become A&E Network. Yeah. It would become oh, a that's diff- right. yeah, completely they just, different yeah, they network after yeah. a certain amount of time. Yeah. And that was like the weirdest thing, too. It was like, mm-hmm. wait, what? And it, it, usually mid-show or something, too. It was like, because yeah. it, it's almost sort of like it was like on like a time delay or something, too. Like if you flipped over to the actual channel, it was like not at the That's same weird. point. Yeah. I remember it like it always weirded me out when it flipped over. It would flip over to Nick at night, and right. I'd be like watching these crazy cartoons, and then like Dragnet, and I'm like, yeah. See, you are of a different era, slightly. Yeah, we did not have Nick at night. We had blank air, so mm-hmm. put on A and E in its place, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Why would they just? Why would they not show cartoon? Were there not stoned adults in the early nineties? No. Late eighties. No, they couldn't yeah, afford cable. It was, say, 80s, man. It was cocaine. Yeah. They didn't need cartoons. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But yeah, th- how long ago dance. this was? It was we actually had a push button thing on the top of the TV. Mm-hmm. Man, you're so old. Our yeah. first cable box had had a box on top of it that had three buttons and a selector switch that allowed each of the three buttons to act as six buttons. Mm-hmm. So we had like MTV, the movie channel, and Nickelodeon. And if you paid for the other package, you got three other cable channels. It was real dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cable. Man, the old days. Cable is almost a thing where kids are going to be like, what's that? You have a thing in coming into your house providing yeah, you with television. Of... You have to watch it at the time it's on. Nah. <laughs> 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 well, I'm sure Appointment that television is. Yeah, I, I'm it still sh- exists. Uh, it does. But a little bit. But... I'm sure yeah. there'll be a point where, you know, where kids will reach the age that they just can't comprehend that there was no Internet. You know, We're almost and like, there. And like it, when you need to research, you you went to the library mm-hmm. and had to look up a oh, book that would let you. Fucking hell! You know. <laughs> yeah, fuck the and like, fucking if you library. And yeah. if you didn't know who did a song and they didn't tell you on the radio, you just had to wait until wait, you heard or that call song the radio again. station, or yeah. you yeah. talk to your friends like a dumbass, like, "Hey, have you heard that one where it's like, no, 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 yeah, yeah," and you're like, "Oh yeah, that's oh that's uh, that yeah. one where they do like that, hey, uh, yeah, right, yeah, no. uh, yeah, I've never, never heard that. <laughs> no, I can't help what is you. That? What's that <laughs> I don't know what that is. Like, like I, I don't even know why do bars still do trivia? Why do bars do trivia? Because we, Cause there we are people, hope that our people are honest. There are yeah. there are people still in this world who have enough integrity and respect for the institution that is trivia to not 
pull out their phones and look it up immediately. But you know what the problem mm-hmm. with that is? There are only like 30 of them per city, and they're all uh-huh. fucking super trivia nerds, and they know everything. But the problem with that is, is that you can have nine-tenths of a bar filled with those people with integrity, and then you've got the one group of assholes who are all like, fuck it, I'm using well, my phone. it's the job it's of the person that, that is running it to walk around and make sure that's not happening. And also know the teams. Like, usually the same people show up week after week to mm-hmm. do pub trivia. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Yep. You know, they get to know, like, when you take your answers up, and they're like, who are you and why are you in first place? <laughs> yeah. Like, you've never played here before. Yeah. I'm going to watch your table like a hawk. Mm. Yeah. A friend of mine does the even, like, weirder that it actually works version of that, which is every Tuesday he does a trivia thing on Facebook. He just posts four trivia questions, usually themed. It's like, it's all on the honor system, and it it works. I was always amazed, like... It's so weird that it works, but it's it's all people that are, you know... Well... That are of that yeah. generation of honesty and but integrity. I was always amazed... Not those youngsters who are all shit. When my kids were finishing high school, they would, like, come down and ask me, like, you know, what, you know, do you know the answer to this? And I'm like, fucking Google that. You, no one's gonna know that you went on the internet. Like, if I had Google in high school, oh I would have fucking been the best student ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a there's a weird disconnect with me where I we are really fucking rambling, aren't we? There's a <laughs> weird dis, there's a weird disconnect with me where I'm like, man, I wish I could have gone to, to high, just high school when there was fucking like real internet. Yes, just Same. just high school. I mean, I don't care about the shit before that. I'm saying like, if I'd gone to high school when there's internet, and then there's part of me I'm like, I'd be a fucking dumbass. I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to be like, oh, millennials are dumb or whatever, but I'm like, I wouldn't retain fucking anything. Yeah. I mean, I, my brain was brought up to fucking remember shit. And like, it, it's in there because like, if you didn't remember it from the time you read it to in, in your test, it was, you know, mm-hmm. you, it was gone. You mm-hmm. know, like there's no fucking recall whatsoever. I'm, I'm not, like I said, I'm not like trying to make like, oh, kids are dumb, but I personally feel like I would be dumb if I wasn't forced to remember. It's made us feel like we don't have to remember it. Sure. Because yeah. we can just look it back up. Because we know it's safe yeah. somewhere. The really weird thing for me is the people who are just like 10 to 15 years older than me that, yeah, I know, <laughs> but but I, but you're not going to be included in this group. Okay, great. Um, but the people who are in that like 10 to 15 years older than me range that just will absolutely positively have nothing, fucking nothing to do with it. Oh, right. And are like... Ask just me a old question. enough to be like, fuck computers, fuck everything. They're not even that old. Yeah. They're just in that mindset somehow. Like they did, they grew up just outside of it. And it happens to me at work all the time. But somebody will be like, hey, what's the thing? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, I'll Google that for you. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. There's a certain <laughs> age <laughs> limit and it's it continues to get older and older where you can't say, oh, I'm just not good with computers. Yeah. Like, like that does not fly anymore. Like you can't. You have to say be that. like you have to be seventy and older at this point. Yeah, yep. to, to be able to like say, that. "Well, I'm just not good with computers." It's like you have to be computers. It doesn't matter what you job don't have you do. to be good with computers. If you work they are indoors, good enough that you can yeah. just use them. Yeah. If you work indoors, you work on a computer. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't care what job it is. Yeah, I mean, unless it's like custodial. <laughs> that's about it and still I guarantee you you're putting something into a computer yeah, yeah. Inventory, my, my dad something. can't work Siri I'm like you can't talk to a thing and use real fucking language <laughs> he, he complains that Siri I'm, I'm like I know you can't type or anything but just fucking say something like you know like and, and don't don't talk like an idiot because every like he can speak a, a complete sentence but the second he hits the fucking button it's like look thing fine go mm-hmm. I'm like you you pause between words. You don't know what the fuck you're going to say. Like, how can you not 
fucking with your voice search for something yeah seriously <laughs> right I, I don't know i just like said it's like it's an age thing where it's like what the fuck like yeah we've determined anyway. that we are all the exact right age <laughs> <laughs> that is what sure. this talk has taught us is that Great. we are all, all right. exactly right since we're just in this realm now like sure. i went to a pearl jam concert that's why we we didn't do wednesday i think it was last week uh-huh man I felt so in my element because I wasn't like the old guy at the concert. Yeah. Everyone there was my age. Yeah. It was weird. I'll tell you the one. It was really, really, really weird being at a concert just with everyone my age and like 10 people younger than me. And that was it. Yeah. It was weird, but awesome. Yeah. And I understand why things like, hey, the Rolling Stones are back together and they're still touring. Why people do that mm-hmm. is because they're just there to be with all these old people their age that are like, yeah, the stones, man. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I disdained it for so long being like, why well, they just trot these fossils out on stage? The fuck? Who would go pay $200 to see that? And then you realize, no, you're going there to be with people like you mm-hmm. who know all the words to all the songs and still think they're awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The most, the most bizarre one I ever did where was I uh, skipped school. I skipped work one day. And went and saw Weezer at a, at a oh, college. Yeah. I should have done that. At, at a college. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'll be generous. Old. I'll be generous <laughs> and say I'm 10, 15 years older than the, than the oldest person there besides me. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this isn't fucking fair because this is my fucking band. Yeah. I mean, I know Weezer like still plays high school music to this day, even though they're like 50. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm still like, I, like the way the looks and shit I'm getting, I'm like, fuck you guys. Like, this is my shit. Like right, yeah. like you guys I are not, you first. guys you guys are literally in my house right now <laughs> and looking at me like I don't belong here. I'm like you know f- fuck right off. I mean I know their music is like changed and it's or it stays the same, so it's kind of timeless. But I'm like you know don't look at me like this. Like, yeah. I was yeah. there when the blue like, album came out. I'm like well, I heard undone on the fucking radio and didn't know who it was and went what the fuck is this song? I was that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So in summary, get it's, the fuck off of yeah. our lawns. <laughs> it sucks to get yeah. old. Sure, it really does. Yeah, that's the yeah. moral of this story. It is. Thanks, Steve, for what bringing it up. Fuck so, yeah. it, bro, because we were talking about. So goddamn that's all, all the president's, president's men. Yeah, sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's our take on all the president's men. Absolutely, the hottest to take. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck did we get down that rabbit hole? It, oh my god! It's yeah. I had to fill time somehow. Oh, Didn't you enjoy talking about that more than about? what we did in the first yeah half. it was kind so of it go. was kind of cleansing the get there off my go. lawn segment was much more cleansing than dangerous men <laughs> there right. you go hey hey, hey. hey. what hey <laughs> <laughs> we love the old man alarm thanks the uh, lesson is yeah old people are shit yep and young people yeah. are shit yeah. and we're great yes. okay yeah. i think it is people equal shit but no we're we're great for like people who know how to use electronic devices how would they find us on the internet <laughs> oh you go they would to, ask their grandchildren you go to the lycos web crawler lycos <laughs> just go to ask.com yeah ask jeeves <laughs> you you go for dog pile you go for dog pile over to ftp yeah. slash colon oh, we're on alt you got, you got gophers <laughs> we're alt dot binary dot podcast yeah. dot movies no dot, you don't want to go to the binary wesley crusher <laughs> I, don't know, dot, I, I, dot, I, I never dot, used usenet dot bamfcast yeah 
Well, some yeah. of us grew yeah. up on Usenet. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, Grandpa some of Internet. Us had to piece the Internet together piece yeah. by piece. That was the original dark web, you we know. We had to staple the Internet together ourselves. <laughs> You wanted we to mailed punch to each other. That was our internet, and we Ooh. liked it. Yeah. He's talking about Star Trek. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, yeah, but if my IP address was the same as my street address. <laughs> One. <laughs> if people want to join our web ring, how would they? <laughs> Go to www.bmfcash.com or just send us a plain old traditional email. <laughs> To the mailing address, bmf at bmfcash.com. I love the emails now, the traditional emailing. <laughs> it's the real way of communicating on the internet. actual post with a stamp on it. Oh, that old it's email. It's not a Snapchat. It's not a, it's not a grinder or a Snapchat or a, or a kick. It's a real, oh, a real right. mail, oh, a real communication real over the internet. Yeah. Sign our guest book while you're there. Yeah. Watch the counter go up with every visit. Uh, the internet's such shit. Pardon our, <laughs> pardon our dust. It's still under construction, as this animated GIF will tell you. Oh, the GIF? Yeah, the animated GIF. Uh, it was a GIF, GIF back in our day, and we liked it. <laughs> we accepted that it was a GIF. We decided what it was called. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, you can also give us a call on the uh, the Garfield phone, BMF cast hotline, 9105-JOX-BMF, or 9105569263. Yeah. Dial your operator. <laughs> yeah, you want to go out 10, 10, 3, 2, 1, and then... <laughs> dial down the center? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. 1-800-COLLECT-COMMERCIALS yeah. are great. They are, the aren't way. they? And they're all over Monday Nitro. Yeah, they are. I'm glad mm. they kept those on the network. <laughs> yeah. Man. Whew. Well, well, mention the Patreon. Patreon.com slash BMFCast. What is that it? is There's... a newfangled way of putting money directly yep. into our pockets via the internet. It is a 21st century idea. Mm-hmm. Woo! And uh, the new bonus podcast should be up <laughs> probably tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh. Old man voice made me cough. <laughs> Just started all over there. But yeah, okay. bonus podcast should be up this week. Yeah, yeah. It should be up hopefully by the time you're listening to this. Good. Oh. If you are a patron, that is. Yeah. All you, uh, <laughs> yeah. All it costs you is a dollar. Freeloaders ain't getting it. Oh, I'm just saying, you might be listening to this, but you might not be listening to that. Oh, <laughs> whoa, that's deep. Man. I mean, you, you can. Blew my mind. You can. <laughs> cool. All right, well, let's get out of here. Let's, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BG. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. <laughs> <laughs>